I'm missing SmackDown. It's eight, and I'm missing SmackDown. It's not something I've done in a while, so it shows my commitment to you guys. I'm, I'm missing SmackDown. It's not I something am. I've done in a while. That's 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 the intro uh, of the podcast right hey there. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> I feel ready to podcast. You guys feel ready to podcast? So ready, ready yes. to podcast. Yes, I do. So ready. I was so, bo- wow. I was, was born ready. <laughs> you were born ready. Nice. Uh, welcome to Jump Crouch. My name's Aaron. I'm here with Kevin Johnson, Kevin McNair, and a special guest, John from the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. That's correct. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to be on the show with you guys. I've been listening for about a year or so. Uh, previous, uh, previously, you guys were the NoCast, and I was kind of jumping in around then, and then you guys did the switch and the name. And uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely, a, I think, a, a welcome change to your name. I think it makes a little more sense to what you guys do, and it works out really well, mm-hmm. and I'm super excited to be here. So, Sweet. Hey, we're super glad to have yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Man. Hell yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah, and that podcast, the Midwest Gamers podcast, is amazing. You guys are super good. Oh, I thank you so yeah, much, you man. Yeah, we, thank you. Yeah, we've been doing it for like three years now, I think, and uh, it's it's been a ton of fun. And you know, this year we got to go to PAX, which was really cool. We went to PAX East and did a whole like four day little uh, spiel each day. We did a little bit of something just to kind of keep everybody up on what was happening at PAX for us, and uh, it was fun to kind of do an event like that. So. Uh, I'm hoping we d- we can do more in the future. Uh, you know, E3 is kind of a dream now that it's kind of like open to the public. Like we kind of want to do that too, mm. but that's uh, that's kind of a ways off, I would assume. Uh, plus, I used up all my vacation days, so you know, <laughs> got to figure yeah. that out. Okay. So. Dude, you you are way more professional than we are. Good no, that's, <laughs> we were all like, whoa, this is like a real podcast. Uh, <laughs> what no, do these I mean, guys want to do with us? But that's the thing. That's what I liked about your guys' podcast. Like, I was just looking for other gaming podcasts, and I came across you guys, and you just sound you sounded very similar to us you know it's three three buddies like hanging out talking video games like just being nerds and like that's something that like you know i wanted to find other podcasts that were similar because i'm always trying to like you know compare and contrast and you know i actually i reached out to you guys like it was probably about a year ago i want to say and just to say what up on instagram and you know just to see if you want to do a promo swap or something and it was just one of those things where like i thought like because I felt we were so similar in our formats and like how we, how you know, the banter and everything like that, I was like, these guys would be cool to like get in touch with. So I'm glad, uh, you know, we, we actually like were able to work something out. So I'm super, super pumped. So, yeah, no, thank you for reaching out. Instagram is a hilarious like madness for us because like all of us operate it. So, oh, yeah. oh, man. no one's sure. responsible it for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, I noticed it, it I'm like, even oh, this more message. weird. It gets even more weird when you like look at our feed of all the people we follow because I just like follow people back, right? So we have this like weird combination of like cosplay girls. Oh and, my god! Like, mm-hmm. yeah. How many influence. cosplay girls have you followed, Kevin? What's going on? I lost. There? I lost count. <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm I go on there, too it's many. Just like booties. We, there, we all it's have just, too many. I'm, I'm sure our, our I haven't I haven't gone through our followers in a long time or, or who we're following, but I guarantee there's there's probably at least twenty five percent of them are cosplay girls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? That's, that's not not a bad problem. That's to have. the Instagram market, though, right? So. That's, that's exactly. how you win Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we're here today to talk about E3. This is our E3 
bullshit show. Like we did an E3 prediction show. Mm -hmm. Nobody wrote down any of our predictions. So nobody has to be held accountable for all the bullshit that we said in that last episode. <laughs> um, but this episode, we're going to we're going to go through what was announced, what happened, what we thought. Mm -hmm. And we're going to literally it's going to be just like a six to 12 hour podcast of us just slowly churning over every piece of minutia mm -hmm. out of E3 this year. Uh, you guys like that? Definitely. Yeah, I like it. This, like the six, six to 12, 12 hours. hours is like part one, right? There's going to yeah. be part two yeah. that's an additional six to 12 hours. Like It's a 16-part series. It's going to be on PBS. <laughs> what, awesome. what I want to know is how many of you guys actually took notes for this and like who's just doing this off the top of their head and on the spot? I took notes. Uh, I took some notes. Uh, I, mostly okay. I copied Oren Lux notes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I only just uh, I wrote a list of games that I'm like super hyped for. That was kind of what I was doing, so... Man, this That's, is our like Emmy award-winning episode then, because usually we have no preparation whatsoever. Hey, don't give away our trade secrets. Uh, <laughs> hey, all right, <laughs> let's let's get into this, huh? Yeah. The first press conference, which obviously was the best one, EA. Electronic Arts, <laughs> EA, out of the ballpark, Grand Slam home run. I had the least notes from EA. Uh, I don't even remember what happened. Um, um, Anthem, Anthem looks Anthem, cooler than I thought it was going to be. Anthem and Battlefield was primarily, at least for me, that that, I, that was what I was interested in. Those two games. Um, I was surprised. Yeah, I'm definitely. I was yeah. say, I'm definitely like pumped for Anthem. That's like that is something that I'm. I was super into Destiny, and I kind of fell off the wagon with that. And now, like, I need something to kind of fill that that lore role. And I think Anthem's mm. going to do that. So, oh, man. Anthem being primarily a third person game, which I thought was interesting. Um, because I think that when you're playing a game where you're playing a character with your friends for a long period of time, it's better third person than first person because I don't know why, but like when I, I used to play a lot of MMOs and stuff, and I always prefer like in every Kevin Global Agenda, like it was almost better when you're running around like in a hub environment to be in third person because you can see your character, you can see your armor, you can mm -hmm. see your like stuff. And that was smart in Destiny, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because in Destiny, when you're in the hub world, you go in third person mode, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. another big thing with third person that I noticed, especially with Anthem, is it looks like there's going to be a lot more emphasis on movement uh, than there in, is in Destiny. And and don't get me wrong, I, I really enjoy Destiny, Destiny 2 uh, in particular. And uh, I must say, it's nice to have someone who actually likes Destiny on this podcast, unlike these two guys. Um, but <laughs> what are you saying? Destiny, what are you just saying? Like a couple of Destiny what? haters here. I've never, I've never gone on record saying anything bad about Destiny. Online, anyway. Um, in private conversations, it's been a different story. Uh. I'm just playing. Uh, um, but I mean, in Destiny, you just kind of like walk around. You'll stand in one spot for the most part, except I guess in PvP and just kind of like fire your. Uh, the enemy's down, but uh, from that trailer from uh, Anthem, it looks like there's a lot more moving around, and dare I say, possible projectile dodging. That could be good. That could bring some some. Uh, yeah, um, it, I noticed skill to the, yes. the game. I noticed that. Um, so most of the stuff that they were doing was either flying or going underwater, basically traversing up and down. A lot of vertical stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, Big mountains too, which is really cool because that was also one that I liked about Global Agenda. But I'm curious thing about that is um, back in World of Warcraft, everyone wanted flying mounts before they did Burning Crusade, and when they finally released Burning Crusade and the flying mounts, at least for me, and I, I'm not—I think I wasn't the only person who felt this way. Once you can fly through a world, the sense of scale is kind of diminished. Like it kind of hurts it. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's. Yeah. I think it's a problem with, with being able to fly in a game where you're exploring a world. So I'm curious how they're going to... Unless the world's really big. Right, I'm curious how they're going right. to deal with that. Like, is it going to be, like, some zones you can't fly, or can you fly everywhere? Can you fly all the time? Is it... Because it looked like it was an integral part of the combat, which was really cool. I was actually really sold on that part. 
Um, but I'm just from, curious from how what I was, I was going to say, from what I was reading, I think it's like you can pretty much fly wherever you want to fly. There's no restriction. But the only – well, that's not true. The, the only restriction there is is you can actually overheat the engine on the Val, – no, not Valkyrie, the Javelins. Javelins, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so if the engine overheats, like then you have to take – there's like a rest period. But you can actually – if you fly through waterfalls or down in water, it cools down the engines faster so you can start going again. So you, if you actually were to like fly through a waterfall mid-flight, it cools your engines quickly and kind of gets uh-huh. rid of some of that – that uh, overheating. Mm, that's so, a cool mechanic. Uh, th- yeah, yeah, it's su- really super cool. interesting. And and one of the articles I read today was talking about how like movement is definitely like a big aspect of this game, and it's very much like Iron Man the game, but in like definitely. not in like a cheesy way. It's it's supposed to be like really fun to play. The only downside was that the gunplay is kind of just Mass Effect, which is not what Mass Effect is mm. really known for. No. And so, mm-hmm. um, but I'm hoping that the gunplay gets tweaked and can feel as good as Destiny's gunplay does, but we'll see how that goes. I know that, I mean, we've got, what, seven or eight months before it comes out, so there's still time for them to tweak that if they need to. Yeah. Definitely. So um, I'm just curious how that will deal with the exploration element of the world. Like, will like will there be things, like, will it be mostly flying to islands that are flying things, or are you just going to be, like, flying through the fields? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you ever have that problem that you play WoW, or did you guys need to have that, that thought? I did. I I played World of Warcraft for about three years, um, okay. and and I definitely like. I think in in Anthem, it's going to be more along the lines of uh, you can. It's very vertical, so the whole point is that you move up, you can scope things out, and then you can fly down to wherever you need to go. And it's. I think I don't. Is it an alien planet? Have they actually described like the setting, or is it like a some space pod of some sort, like a biodome or something like that. I don't I really know. Pick up but if the setting was an Earth setting or if it was like even took place in our galaxy, because it seemed like they were implying that there was this large mythology about gods and creation and kind of, you know, theological elements. So I'm not sure how that will, how, what the setting even, I don't think they define that, at least not yet. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, uh, I think it's just a, some, it seemed like an alien planet of sorts, which would explain the monsters. Um, yeah, but the other that was one of the other comparisons I heard was that it's kind of like Destiny meets the Division meets Monster Hunter, which kind of like mm. that all sounds really interesting to me. So I I was very impressed by how in real time they were flying through the world and they saw this giant monster and they just kept flying like it wasn't like a boss. It was just this monster that happened to be massive in the, in the game. Yeah, world. like the sense of scale I think is something that we haven't seen in a lot of open world games like with that are multiplayer. So I think that's a, really, sure. a, a cool thing and. I don't know. Mm. I'd be honest. I wasn't sold on it. I I have my problem with Destiny, um, but I think that if the game isn't solely focused on gear, I think it could be a really fun experience with friends. So I I am interested, and I'm going to definitely follow this game. Right. Right. Yeah, I think being Bioware, like having Bioware involved is going to make it more story-driven than gear-driven. Obviously, the gear is going to be there because it's EA, and they need to find some way to make extra money, even though I don't think there's actually going to be microtransactions for anything beneficial, so to speak, but probably cosmetic stuff. But we'll see. They said no pay to win. It looks awesome. Yeah, for sure. No, so no pay to win, but people do get kind of up in arms with uh, cosmetics, as we saw with Destiny 2. I, you know, yeah. I think this is the something that they're going to be yeah. have to... Yeah, very, very delicately tiptoe around um, without, you know, shooting themselves in the foot. Did they ever but, make uh, it so the we'll dyes in Destiny stay, like, they, they're permanent, or are they still consumables? Is that... In Destiny 2? Yeah. I think they're still consumables. Yeah, they're still consumables. At least the last I played. they haven't changed yeah. that, because people seem pissed. About, I mean, I was mad about that. I thought they made it so that they would you could reuse them or something. Three times or whatever. They mm. changed them from how? I don't okay. know. I 
I don't know but, Destiny but clearly. I, uh, it's cool that that Bioware is still making games, even on you know it's it had um, the main producer of that game is the guy who like worked on like Mass Effect, like he directed it. Right. So yeah, yeah. That, Casey Hudson, I think his name is. So you know, right. So props to what them. Props to Bioware for still existing because I wasn't even sure if we were going to still have games from them or not. <laughs> right. No, I mean of course we still I have the MCU. I mean because they, they were making MMOs, but I hadn't seen a story well, game from them in a while. Okay, you remember 10 years ago, people were like, oh my god, Bioware is turning into a shooter company now. They're just making shooters, and they're not making the old CRPGs. Our Bioware is dead, and then now people are like, oh, Bioware is making... They're not making a Mass Effect games anymore. They're making, <laughs> you know, like, Destiny games. Our, our Bio- it's, right. it's kind of funny, like, as the company evolves, everybody's... Are they also made Tor, complains. though. You know? Star Wars. Old Republic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, But yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, I also... What do you guys think about Battlefield getting a predictable royale mode battle royale man battle didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that coming at all so is it really going to be like PUBG or whatever where there's 100 players that uh, drop onto a map or is it going to be know. a smaller scale i'm also curious how they're mm. going to fit i mean battlefield to a degree always takes its like premise of the story of the map to a degree seriously so like how do you sort out germans killing german soldiers or british killing british on some but they all get dropped from a plane like is it gonna is there some gas that's gonna make everyone crazy and loony? Like, what's what's the premise? Like, I wonder how they're gonna <laughs> alternate pick. universe. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I personally am not super excited about Battlefield, but I think I've made my feelings on uh, Battlefield and kind of military shooters in general quite well known on uh, on this podcast. But uh, mm. I don't know. I think it was predictable to see a battle royal mode. I think the big question is gonna be: Are we gonna see battle royal modes in? pretty much everything like are we gonna see him in call of duty now that uh battlefield has kind of taken the reins on this so i don't and, know and i i'm just also so burnt out on uh battle royal stuff like i've got 250 hours in PUBG, what? and i you just, cannot be no. burnt out there's no no so i'm so burnt battlefield, out kick this man off um, the podcast now. so battlefield and call <laughs> of duty have, have uh Battle Royale modes, and I'm curious if these Dude. AAA big shooter franchises will will build a will they will they topple the current Fortnite and Battle and um, PUBG, or will they will they mm. will they be defeated by them? Like like will the fans move over? Like what's going to happen? Is there going to be four P- Battle Royale games on the market that'll be big? What's going to happen? I don't think so. What's your prediction? I don't think so either. No. No. So you think they won't make a splash? And I mean, I think they'll create buzz. I don't think they're going to make a splash. I think people are going to play them. Um, I think the only people that are really going to play them are the people who are going to be playing Battlefield and Call of Duty anyway. Mm. Um, I don't think it's going to pull players from from Fortnite in particular because, I don't know. It's not free. There's no cartoony graphics for 12-year-olds. Mm. So, Yeah. Just saying. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. Uh, one last thing I guess we should talk about at the E3 conferences. Now... Yeah. EA Origin Premiere Adobe Premiere After Effects. No, uh, they, they they have a subscription service for their I believe it's their entire catalog for fifteen bucks a month, and that you get the game on launch. So it's it's like it's like Game Pass. I guess they did it first, really, but yeah, the Xbox. Game so Pass. their entire catalog. That's all of their old stuff too. Mm-hmm. No Origin. The or, oh, uh, Origin. Uh, origin. I, I see, or at I least I, I, I'm no, not I entirely origin. sure, but it's, mm. I think it's EA and whatever's in the vault. Everything uh, EA okay. for sure, sure. So is that going to be the future of gaming? This Netflix yeah. model, where you subscribe and um, I think that's going to be part of it. Um, I think streaming is probably mm-hmm. going to be ultimately the uh, the future of gaming. But um, I think the subscription based model uh, is certainly going to play into that. Yeah, 
I yeah. yeah. Go for it. I was gonna say I think um, you know especially we'll talk about it later with the Microsoft conference, but the, you know with their their ability to stream to mobile devices, which is something they're looking into. I don't see why the Netflix model is something that isn't going to be what people start steering towards. Um, but I feel like everything in general nowadays is subscription based anyways. I mean, our music subscription based, a lot of the apps that mm-hmm. we use on our computers are subscription based. So like clearly like they're counting on everybody on just, you know, signing up for these things and forgetting about them and then just letting the credit card run, you know? Mm-hmm. So, right. And I guess if you're playing on PS4 or Xbox, you're paying for an online subscription and you're paying for a game subscription, I guess that could be pretty exactly. profitable for the publishers, at least in the first-party sense. I'm curious how will that span out for the third-party publishers. Like, like will, will 2K Games and Activision make a killing from these? Like, are they going to raise their own services? Right. Like, how is this going to work? You know? And for the first-party stuff, like, will they ever bundle in their online subscription, you know, their multiplayer subscription or whatever it is, with... Uh, their Netflix-style game subscription. I mean, that could be another route we see them going. Yeah. Mm. It's like the market sh- is like in a weird state right now. Like, is, is it going to shift one way or not? Are these new things going to be in? People gonna, are they, they going to buy it? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I have no prediction, to be know. honest. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I just think it's interesting because you can get Battlefield 5, day one, 15 bucks. Yeah. Cancel it. Play it for a month. Say, eh, I never want to play it again. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's a big catalog, if you, especially if you're just getting into... I guess they have it on Xbox One and PC. So either way, if you just get a console or you just get a PC, you've got like instant access to a huge catalog of games that are good. The only problem the is if they're multiplayer games, there may not be as many people playing the older ones. But I mean, you can play Titanfall 2 single player. Yeah. You can play, uh, you know, a lot of like Battlefield 1, 1 have good single player. Like Battlefield 3... You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. True. Uh, all right, let's 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 keep the pace here. We we got so much to get through here, and this this is it's it's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, this really could be a six hour podcast. Microsoft, pretty good conference, huh? Like wow, way better I than think, I thought it was. Gonna I think be. they yeah. had the best one of the whole show. Honestly, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, they like had the most announcements too. Like looking at this list of announcements I've got in front of me, it seems like Microsoft is by and far the longest one. Um, I, uh, my friend came over to watch it with me and I went to go open the door and I came back and I missed the first thing that they were showing and I saw, I just saw From Software and I was like, oh my, like, it was just that moment of like freak out. Cause that's, that's the moment, <laughs> that's the thing I wanted to hear the most. Like that was the, the game I was curious about more than anything was, uh, the front next from Software game. And I think that was the first thing they announced, wasn't it? That was the first game. Going, going right for the uh, uh, gonads, huh? But was that the lead in? <laughs> Halo Halo was the lead in. Yeah, yeah, you see the Master Chief helmet and so yeah, Halo Infinite. Halo yeah, Infinite. I think Halo that was the lead, but and what is that? I believe the very next one was uh, Sekiro. Yeah. So what's Halo Infinite? I don't I don't, I don't even know. know. Yeah, no idea. I was it's, uh, probably an RTS. Some of the rumors I was reading about is that it's some form of perpetual, you know, games as a service type Halo, but mm. there's no no hard facts on that quite yet. I, the idea of it being called Halo Infinite is kind of what people are speculating mm. about. So, um, and seeing that it takes place on—I don't remember which of the rings, which Halo it actually takes place on. I think, uh, but that that also had some factor in it as well. So, so I read on the Microsoft blog they said it was going to be a continuation after five, and it's going to still follow Master Chief. And they said that we've heard your feedback about playing as Master Chief, and that you—that's where you want to play for your campaign mode. I didn't play five mm. myself, but I guess you play another character in five lock. So I guess this game interesting play as chief again. Mm. And I, I don't know. I, I it looked like Halo 2, like the, the not Halo 2, Halo 1, the second level. That's what the, the trailer reminded me of. 
that kind of large yeah. green. It, it looked vast yeah. and expansive. Yeah. It looked like it really brought back some of those those feels from the early Halo games of big space, lots of natural environments with with just just open vastness. Mm-hmm. I think I think the big question is here: Are 100 Master Chiefs going to drop onto a Halo? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Last man standing uh, will will win. Yeah, no, it's definitely happening. Uh, it, th- that could even be a, a good version of that because the the Halo combat style is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's talk about Shadows Die Twice. Uh, Sekido, are, are you a big from? You guys are have mixed feelings about the from games, right, John? Or, oh no, 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 we're all Neo. like I. Well, okay, so we're all huge fans of Bloodborne for sure. Um, right. I personally really like Dark Souls as well. And Mm -hmm. uh, Brian on the podcast is also a big fan of Dark Souls. My brother Alex, who's also one of the hosts, isn't like necessarily like really into it. But I think uh, like Brian's and my excitement for Bloodborne is something that really got him. Like he actually sat down with the game, and I think he had a lot. He had more fun with it than he thought he did. So uh, we're all very big. (laughs) We're big fans of Neo. So in in liking Neo, like every all of us like Neo, and it was actually like my favorite game of 2017 so seeing uh you know sekiro uh it just looks it looks so good so good and we're all really excited about it the grappling hook mechanism looks super sweet like everything about that game is like super exciting so yeah no it's it's it answers the long lost question that we pretty much obsess over what are, what is from making what is from making we, we exactly about much on three podcast. games we got two of them what's the third game we don't know armored core probably <laughs> I don't know it's, it's, it's armored core it's I'm uh, telling armored, you guys. armored souls God, well, armored core would be so yeah. good yeah yeah um, this is I mean I'm basically from software fanboy to the maximum um, I bought a PS4 to play Bloodborne like literally that's why I got it um, hell yeah so, I think that's like one of the only games you have on that thing right yeah. <laughs> that's true that um, the ones and, that you gave him. yeah uh. um and i actually sold neo on it i got it on pc but uh, uh i uh i i was li- i was so happy for this moment i was i was very excited um i, I think the uh the the one thing that they really could have done in the dark souls games was added a vert- vertical element because the jumping has always been pretty subpar like you only use it to mm-hmm. get from one point to another so this game sure. like vertical traversal like ninja style stuff and jumping did you see all the yeah. jumping going on? Oh yeah, so, lots of jumping. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I got I got notes on this game about. I listened to uh, some people who saw yeah, it. Yeah, I, I read about there it. There is too. a dedicated jump button. Yep. And there's um, no. Wow. It's got wow. S- stealth. S- stealth mechanics and also um, the so you don't. I guess you, I mean you can roll. I guess, but I didn't hear about rolling. The way it works is that when you attack enemies, you like knock their you like hit their posture and you kind of like slowly. As you hit them, their posture gets worse, and you can eventually like knock them back, and then you can op- get an open on their on their like get an opening on them and attack them. So I guess it's not going to be about the classic Dark Souls roll fest. It's more about like right. you know, if you look at him, he's fighting this huge enemy. He kind of like I don't want to say parries him, but he kind of like blocks his strikes with his sword repeatedly, and the enemy does the same thing with his attack. So it's it's more of like sword clashing kind of mechanics like, like parrying is it parrying it's then? like parrying but not like in the traditional dark soul sense of parrying where you parry then you there right parry. right right mechanic, it's like yeah 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 parry is more of a block than it is like a uh a stun or a, a parry as you would typically see so this game has mm-hmm. no multiplayer i was gonna say that damn you <laughs> well we no probably read the same that was the- i mean <laughs> um yeah no multiplayer what do you think of that <laughs> Man, that's uh, interesting. So no jolly cooperation, no, like at all. No invasions. No jolly invasions. Yeah, that's mm. that's hard. 
I think being completely honest with you guys, I've never actually played any of these games with another person. Really? Yeah, I've never played any of the any of the Souls games with a, with another person. I've I've wanted oh, to, and like we like I said, we all have Bloodborne, and and we all have you know, uh, at least I, I think we all I think we all have uh, Dark Souls three too, but uh, mm. we've none of us have ever actually sat down and tried to play co op. It's never happened. Oh. It change it changes the experience oh, yeah. quite a bit, should, like pretty hmm. dramatically, especially in Bloodborne uh, with the Chalice dungeons. Like I feel some of those Chalice dungeons you have to co op to get through. Uh, as Kevin and That's I awesome. found out the hard way. I recommend it, man. It's it's uh, some of the best co op out there, especially when you get the people invading you. So you have like the PvP, yeah. PVE co-op kind of deal. It's it's some really fun stuff. There's nothing yeah, out there that's stuff. like that that's really. And that's something that um, while I applaud Neo for having co-op, they do not have any PvP invasions. They do have PvP one-on-one duels, but they did not do that. And I was a little sad about that when I played Neo. But hey, yeah. props to them for doing for doing any multiplayer because no other souls like for sure. that multiplayer. So. True. I, yeah. I am going to miss, you know, in Bloodborne, you know, uh, that one item that allows you to turn into the message and you could be a message yeah. on the ground yeah. and, <laughs> and your buddy can bait a, uh, an invader into you and you just kind of pop out and smack him down. Pretty, wow. pretty fun shit. So uh, yeah, I, I'm a little bummed out that there's no, going to be no Walter player in, uh, in, this, uh, in, in this one. There's also um, no classes. In and there's no leveling up and you don't change your weapon. So it's like a true character action game in that sense. Yeah, it's a total mm. character action game. That's awesome. Well, that's yeah, it's awesome. Interesting. I, I think yeah. um, them kind of undoing everything about Dark Souls is a smart move because they become trite in the context of Dark yeah. Souls. So right. I think that th- this is a very smart thing. I'm all, I'm all for all the changes. Like I think, dude, change it all. Yeah. No. And this is coming this from like a fanboy. Awesome. <laughs> so it's it's I. This is probably a good guess to be our game of the show. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what do you guys think about Microsoft buying five studios, opening Man. up one in Santa Monica, which yeah. which something to think about. I heard them talking about this on Waypoint. Santa Monica is like a, which is where I was this morning, a big, uh, it's a town that's like has a very big development community of developers who've worked on Sony games, like like Sony style games right. and Sony games. Mm-hmm. Like that's where Sony Santa Monica is. Um, Ninja, and they bought uh, Ninja, Ninja Theory, Theory too. Yeah, they bought Ninja Theory. Oh, but yeah, so like, they did. Sorry, that's they right. Like, what do you guys think about this? Are they going to have games all of a sudden? They going to have exclusives? Is it going to be? I, like, I guess. I think that's probably the game plan, honestly, because that's what they were majorly lacking was those exclusive titles, and they right. they certainly went on a bit of a shopping spree. I mean, they lost a lot of their talent, right? Like they didn't. Have, they lost Epic. They lost Bungie, so they they had to kind of, I guess, get some new developers, and it makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not stupid. I mean, uh, you know, everyone really knows what they're lacking, and I think they recognize that too. So uh, it's 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 good to see. Um, and I'm sure those studios are maybe maybe worried, uh, probably stoked though. Yeah, yeah. I'm stoked. I'm excited to see what's what's going to come down the pipe from all these different studios. Um, it, you know, five years from now, three years from now, it could be pretty cool. Uh, so what else was good at this show? There was a lot of reveals that you know we saw. We saw one trailer for a game that I think people have been waiting about five years to see the next trailer for. Oh. <laughs> uh, we saw Division. I, okay, let's talk really quickly about the Division. Yeah. I think the, the Division is a good mm. game for that type of game. Like People seem to think that... Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, maybe, John, maybe you know more about this. Have you played you, the, the Division at all? You played it, yeah, yeah I, I played uh, the main campaign of Division 1, and then I kind of fell off of it because I only played it when it first came out. 
uh, and I played it pretty extensively to f actually wrap up the campaign. And then everybody I knew just kind of stopped playing. And so I was mm. just like, all right, well, I'll just go back to Destiny, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did, what did okay. you think of Division 2 uh, display? Because I, I only played a little bit of the first game. I didn't, I didn't feel like there was a lot of changes outside of the setting of the game, but maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean the setting, the change in setting is kind of nice. Um, I, I like the idea that it's that like that's that's something I think like the whole New York snow thing was like kind of cool for a little while, but then it just because it's it's such a it was even during the daytime it was like super dark and drab still as you're walking like through the buildings and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I think having this like new setting uh, in DC is going to be really cool. Uh, you know, some mm. of the landmarks I think will be sweet because I think I feel like the Washington D.C. landmarks are a little more recognizable to like the rest of the country than uh, mm. you know some of those New York ones are. Um, but I really like the some of the new mechanics they're they're putting in there. Like it, it looked like when you um, when you f actually finish the main campaign, you can then become a specialist in a specific area of like combat, so to speak, and that looked really cool to me. Uh, and I mean, just in general, like I know this game's been through hell and back, and people are like the the fans of this of the division, the first division, are like super pumped that the game is where it is now. And I just hope that uh, it is ma it's massive, right? That's the developer. Mm -hmm. um, I I hope they are just going to continue to like do this game justice the way that they have been. Uh, I think the the model of them giving away the first three DLCs for free is awesome. Like that's something that I'm hoping more companies do because yeah. I think you know people are starting to get bled dry paying for games nowadays. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I'm interested to see how the story expands uh, in this new environment, though. I I'm I'm big into lore. If a, if a game's lore can grab me, that's like that says a lot. And I'm not. That's the part of the problem with me as a gamer is. I get uh, if the lore isn't good, I get bored really fast, and then I don't finish a game. So I'm excited to see mm. a game that uh, it's going to continue on with the story. And this is kind of where I hoped it would go: is they would choose different cities around the country to like expand the the franchise into. And, and I like the idea of them doing that and just making this, you know, this this uh, much larger story kind of come together. So it, I think it'll be cool. I'm I'm, I'm probably going to pick it up. I think a few of the other guys uh, in my crew are going to grab it too. So you know, we'll we'll definitely have to uh, do, do a review of it at some point. So. Yeah. Nice, nice. There's one thing I've got to say, especially about the presentation of this game and, and presentation of these kind of uh, online loot-driven games at E3 in general. I'm really, really damn sick of these scripted, like, canned... Uh, multiplayer presentations, you know, where you got this actor saying, oh, I got to go level up my shit, and oh, you guys ready? You got all your meds on stock. Like, man, yeah. I am so sick and tired of this. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I had a hard time sitting through that uh, that presentation just just for that reason. I mean, what, didn't uh, Anthem do that last year? Yes, yeah. they did. A Anthem was so much worse, though, because it was like, didn't even it didn't even look plausible. Like, this was gameplay, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, and the I mean, Division no One did speak. the same thing uh, when when they announced that. I mean, they it's it's kind of Ubisoft's thing is to like have those those canned playthroughs kind of going on just to show you how the game's gonna work. And they and it always says like actual gameplay footage, and then like right. the game comes <laughs> out and and the whole internet dies with how bad the game looks compared to how the original right. footage looked, you know. But right. it, yeah, those those. Yeah, exactly. Watch Dogs. Uh, the, those those uh, playthroughs are definitely like just a little bit. You know, you, you're kind of you sit, you kind of cringe the whole time you're watching them, and you're just like, okay, like I'm over this. But uh, it, it's it was nice to actually see 
Uh, I mean, I feel like that is it's the it's not frostbite engine. It's Snowdrop is their engine. Uh, mm. How how far they've come with that engine too? Seeing those graphics kind of in play. If those graphics end up actually being the ones in the game, we'll see. But I, I like seeing that technical stuff sometimes. Yeah, I, I agree though. At but, least to the point of the can stuff. Like uh, I was watching a, a Code Vein thing. It was kind of like a side GameSpot thing, and uh, they the person was playing it live you could tell because they made a bunch of mistakes like they died and fell off cliffs and the people were like oh yeah let's try this again maybe maybe this is just me maybe i'm alone but i felt like that was cool like i'd rather see that like i want to see the, the experience of playing the game like rather, rather than what they what the, the developer or publisher thinks is the best of the game i kind of want to see like what it's like when you start the game up you boot it up like what, what you, exactly you're doing and like what the actual sure, game sure. Loop is. And it- it's not really so much the, like the canned gameplay stuff that bothers me. It's like the banter that they'll have between supposed players, you know, where mm-hmm. like one person's like, "Oh, I'm under level. I've been super busy at work, so I haven't had the chance to get them <laughs> right. eeps." It's like yeah, oh, they're making God, it relatable. Stop. <laughs> yeah, it's relatable, but it also feels like they're painting a picture of us, and that just it just kind of bothers That's like me. That's like that classic like corporate uh, and audience disconnect, you know. Oh exactly. God. Yeah, that's I just see a bunch of guys in suits. Yeah, that's like E3 yeah, in that show, yeah. really, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's see. What, what what else did we want to talk about from this Microsoft? Like, it was a good press conference. They showed a ton of games. It seems like Microsoft is going places in the future. Gears. Gears. Gears Funko Pop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, dude. That was <laughs> some, the show. That, that was... I thought Gears like, of that XCOM? Was, showing that first was some troll-tastic present, presenting. It like, was wasn't so it? funny. Like, you see the Gears logo, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, this is exactly what I want. And fucking Funko, <laughs> Funko Pop. Pop. Marcus Phoenix busts through the wall. Like, I just started laughing. Dude, I was laughing, like, too. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> Part of me was like, man, I hope this is the only thing that they announced for Gears. <laughs> that would yeah, I think my only perfect. response was like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why? Good uh, God, I was why? It's a mobile oh, game. Man. When they said it was mobile, I was like, okay, now, now I understand this. Yeah. Like, that that, that sure. makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, yeah. But I was happy to be getting into Gears. I think the, uh, the coalition, the developer of this game since Epic, they're really changing the tone mm. of what Gears of War is. Like, it's very... I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to say more modern, but like you know, Gears War used to be like this very kind of like bro, like like we're angry, we're like heavy armor dudes right, on the wall. This game has like some heavy drama and like looks like they're trying to go for some character development. Like, what do you think of the tonal change for the series? Yeah, yeah, and it, like, it's funny how they changed fucking Nathan Drake to uh, Kratos. From <laughs> Gears War, Kratos, whatever yeah, his name. They did make is. him to Kratos. I didn't even recognize yeah, him. I was Kratos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, the, the uh, EA Battlefield had Kratos, and now we got Kratos in, in uh, Gears. <laughs> It's like Hilarious. they're just sitting there watching uh, what's popular in Sony, right? So they're like, oh, okay, we'll just make we'll make Nathan Drake now, and then fucking God of War comes out and explodes. And they're like, oh well, now yeah. we gotta make him Kratos. Shave his head, give him a beard, quick. Yeah, put some put some <laughs> stars scar. on. Him. I mean, it makes sense because Sony's dominating the console space right now. So like, I, I I get it. I understand why they're doing that. It's funny though. It's like, <laughs> sure, it's almost that like character has like no though. identity like though. You know, not yeah. at all. No, it's just like it really feels like they are looking at Sony and they're like, oh, okay, is this the most marketable thing that we can do right now? Let's just model it after that. And that's yeah. mm. kind of I mean, shitty, that game's but... graphics don't look like some of the best you've ever seen, though. I mean, they were so good. Like their armor really did. Like, I was like, yeah. those games are really good looking. Yeah, yeah they've always. Been I mean, even good. when we were playing uh, Gears Four the other yeah. night, like I forgot how good that game looked and how well it runs on uh, on the PC mm-hmm. too. Yeah, mm. it, it's 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 gorgeous. They really the new game has even a more um, like strong color palette I think than even four did like it looks very like vibrant because they have these snow environments which we've never really seen because Gears has always right. kind of been like urban city black cave, and white 
you know, <laughs> generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I think that's a, a trend we're seeing in games now, uh, just in general, is a much more uh, vibrant color palette. I mm-hmm. mean, go through and look at uh, God of War, and that game just explodes with color. And then you look at mm-hmm. a lot of these games that, even at the E3 this year that were announced, like, just gorgeous, bright color palettes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, yeah, it's got to be nice the uh, change of pace. the inclusion of HDR capabilities now on these right. s- systems. They want to be able to point. show that show that stuff off, you know. So why not have like much more dynamic uh, colors on everything? Like just make it look as colorful as you can, and people will be impressed with how the game looks because it actually uses the HDR that they have on their televisions now. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just be careful. Be careful. One thing they teach us in, uh, in photo school, be careful, careful with that, uh, saturation, saturation slider yeah. there in Photoshop yeah. because, uh, ugh. It can you get real gross real quick. <laughs> just, yep. Yeah. Always take it back 10%. Whatever whatever you think looks good, just dial it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. all right. So we get, we got to keep moving here. So, Microsoft, anything anything last? Gears looks good. It's by the way, it's Gears Five. It's not Gears of War anymore, but we can move yeah, on I know that. that. Um, um, did, did I they think announce? the tactical game is sweet. The Gears tactical looks oh, cool. I like yeah. XCOM, so I'm kind of pumped for that. So, just wanted no, to Gears throw that of XCOM in there. looks awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That they're they're entering cool. that market. I think uh, props to them because uh, Mar- Nintendo's got the Mario games, and now Microsoft's got their <laughs> Gears game. Is it crazy that that type of game is becoming like? the thing to have what i guess they <laughs> like, figured like out a, how to a hardcore pc gaming yeah. game from like the 90s or whatever it's like that's that style is becoming big i mean it's it's super fun i love it but i guess they figured out how to make it work on a controller well and then it's like oh these people like these games it's pretty cool yeah i mean yeah. I, I used to play shining force back on the sega genesis so if you're familiar oh, yeah. with that game yeah, i yeah, mean yeah. that's like the that's like one of the origins of that tactical strategy rpg that's true uh, big big into those games so i'm, I'm really pumped to see the uh, them take gears the gears franchise into that sort of genre i think it'll be awesome yeah no it looks really good all right moving into the evening of sunday the 10th we had the bethesda press conference which was troll tastic oh, it was so good um <laughs> that, that was but, that was my favorite but, conference of the night I, I just was cracking up yeah. like half of it yeah no, it was funny. It was it was it was good. They they you know, it, it it was a little long. Like all these press conferences were fucking 2 hours long and I was like, guess could do this in an hour, I swear to god. Edit a little. But um yeah, great conference. Like what what were the highlights there? I uh, mean, for me, no question, top the I mean, the main thing was uh Doom Doom Eternal. Yeah, uh, for sure. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Actual hell on earth. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty goddamn excited about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's talk about this for a second because we've been speculating on the name I of this know, fucking for game so long. forever. Yeah. And like they did the <laughs> longest animation on the on the like subtitle of the game. It's like what's is it going to be a 2? Is it turning into a 2? What is it doing? Yeah. Like I was just sitting there like watching it. Yeah. And then it's like, "Oh, it's a name." Okay. Well, makes sense. No, I know. Like, it would have been confusing otherwise. I mean, it's already kind of confusing. So Doom Two, yeah. Hell Still on Earth. Like, like you know, like what are you gonna yeah. say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that Hell's they. I'm glad they announced Earth. it. I knew we wouldn't. I knew we wouldn't see anything from it. Um, but I'm glad that the announcement. I feel they'd save it for QuakeCon. It's not that far away. Right. You know? mm, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I just saw, glad to know what's coming. Did you see? There's some snippets of detail in that trailer. Um, there's an Arachnatron in it for sure. Did you notice that? Oh, nice. You want to see that? There's also there's cacodemons with arms. Now I can't tell if they're Doom sixty four um, cacodemons or if they're pain elementals. Now obviously you can tell I'm Doom nerdo big time, um, but <laughs> I was looking at every detail in this trailer because I, I love my Doom. So I you know it's I think the name's good too. Doom Eternal. I wonder if that means more than than just uh, a sequel. Like is it going to be some Th- longer? That was, y- 
Yeah, that was another mm-hmm. thing people were speculating about on the internet was the eternal name. Is that also going to be a game of service sort of thing, yeah, much right. like Halo Infinite? Like, is this going to be something they're constantly adding content to so it's not like, okay, Doom 3 with a different name is coming out next. Like, they can just keep adding to this over and over again. I have a thing, my prediction is that they're going to really uh, make the snap map or whatever the thing that they're going to do for this game much more powerful so you actually can make a campaign that people want to play. Like, it's going to be yeah. like, they're going to take that the player development to the next level. And that's Doom Eternal, yeah. right? That might, I don't know. That's my theory. Dude, I want editable editable wads. Uh, yeah. What about the new Wolfenstein co-op? I'm all for DLC. that. Was I was, still, I was, I was yeah. super sold I'm excited. Yeah, it's it cool, cool that they're kind of bringing it in a different direction to kind of a more of a different setting. It's set in the 80s. Yeah. And, like, looking at that trailer, you get those, like, typical 80s, uh, what is it, outrun kind of mm-hmm. color palette with the neon pinks and stuff. I hope there's a whole lot of that. I hope there's not, like, Far Cry Blood Dragon levels of that. I don't think that would be quite appropriate for <laughs> Wolfenstein. I could, I could go but, that, uh, but I do want some. I do want, you know, DeLoreans and hot pink and... Mm. All that good stuff. I have to say, like, the, the thought of killing zombies and, or excuse me, zombies, Nazis in the eighties is just hilarious. Like, that's just so, so awesome, so absurd. Like, so cool. <laughs> what? Like, has that is that even something that's happened before <laughs> not that in a I've game? Ever heard of. Like, I mean, it's an obscure movie, I'm sure, but I've, I've not heard yeah, of that. Yeah, sure. Pretty brilliant. But also co-op, yeah. like co-op Wolfenstein. It's built around co-op. I, I'm, I'm one hundred percent there. Yeah, also, the branding, that. new blood, old blood. Anyone? Huh? Right? Mm. Wolfenstein, they had the old blood, and then they have the new blood. Now they have the young blood. Or young blood, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Clever. Yeah, that's that's yeah. good. <laughs> we see what they did there. Yeah, so Coop- uh, Koopenstein. Koopenstein. Uh, what else? Oh, so, uh, the, obviously, we got Rage. Rage leaked early. Yes. Half of this fucking E3 leaked early. It was I was so happy to see uh, stupid, happy to see dude, a nod we... to uh, Walmart Canada in the presentation. Yes. Yeah, dude, yeah, that was funny. Um, um, I just want to also say props to Bethesda for not caring about swearing during their conference like you know they're, they got they're a big company with investors and they just don't just swear like no big deal like <laughs> right. i thought it was really funny like I, I was just amused by their whole tone of the presentation oh definitely yeah. Especially during that, that fuck... moment like sticking it to walmart like it's just <laughs> yeah. so funny <laughs> like I, I lost count of how many times they said fuck nazis like it's pretty funny yeah it's good but um yeah rage 2 i it looks awesome I, I mean i was sold by the first trailer so you know I like Rage One. Yeah. I think in, in Avalanche working on the world is really a smart smart move. Um, the uh, Avalanche guy with his uh, grave shirt was pretty amusing too. I actually yeah, listened to that the band. Fucking Frost Giant. Yeah. Who the fuck is that know, guy? Seriously, Frost Giant. He's, <laughs> he was so, next to next to um, what's his name? He was so tall. He was like Pete Hines. Yeah, or, Pete Hines. Yeah, yeah was, he was like a Pete giant Hines. next to him. They're like, find the, the tallest guy in the world to put me next to. Yeah. Uh, not not the best movie, but, but. No, such it's, a that's... sweet grave shirt, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm. It was really cool. So awesome. Um, the gameplay looked awesome. I was really happy they got we had to see a little bit of extended gameplay. Uh, I'm really curious mm-hmm. how the car combat's gonna work. Yeah, yeah, and what is the the little uh what the boomerang thing too? I'm glad wingstick. to see that. Yeah, the, the yeah. Stick. Really happy to see that back. Yeah, that yeah, looked cool. I, the sliding mechanism was something that was really interesting to me. Like not just like sliding to cover, but like sliding into the enemies and things like that. It just looked really cool. So, that I think that'll be a fun one to play for sure. Yeah, I, I, I hope again. I yeah. hope there's a nice I, uh, nice jib. They said that there's slides. There's going to be no multiplayer. So I'm alright with that. I'm fine with that too. Um, but I was hoping for a little bit of more Far Cry Five style co-op. But hey, I I, I get yeah. it. I get it. You know. 
Um, it, I think I'm mostly excited about the car combat too, and the cars in general in in Rage because yeah. that's something I liked uh, in the first one a whole lot. That was pretty much all I really did in the first one was the uh, the car racing. So I'm excited to see how that's going to play out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I also like that you could tell that there seemed to be like like they had this one part towards the end of the trailer, and there was all these like floating <laughs> skeletal dudes. What? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, uh, Kevin just sounds like a robot to me, and I can't take it seriously. I'm sorry. It's like it's, 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 it's cracking me. Take me, me to your leader. Do I sound like a robot? No, it's just okay. Kevin for some reason. Is a robot. Yeah, it's. I don't know what it is, man. Audience, gotta, you get a little jump crouch in inner uh, story. Kevin sounds like a robot. Yeah, to this us, guy. This guy's in Mountain View, man. You're like at the home of the internet. You're like, like literally Google, at the back Google of the literally, dude, Google is literally across the street from my house. Like I can spit and hit Google, so I don't know what's going on. It's okay. It's just it's funny. I'm sorry to interrupt the podcast, guys. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it as robot and try and crack you guys up as much as possible. Oh my god. Um. All right. So no, it looked like there was projectile dodging. It looked like it had some of the dance. That we that we know with Doom and really only with old school Doom, which yeah. we'll see if that if that pays out in the game. But if like that is one thing that I think that ID software is doing and like right now is they're kind of like moving away from realistic movement mm-hmm. and hit scan weapons. Mm-hmm. So if we can see another more games that take that make movement a mechanic, I, I'll be really happy to see that. I totally agree. Also, the enemies were so there were some big enemies there, you know? Kind of like the, you know, like, like they're not, they're human or monster mutant things, but like, you know, Doom's always had large enemies that you fight, like Hell Knights and Barons of Hell, so, and Cyber Demons. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to have like these big enemies that you're shooting as well. Um, you know, a lot of FPS games, you're generally shooting enemies your size or. Yeah. So I, I so, don't know. No, it looks, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks very cool. Uh, Prey, the DLC is uh, not exactly what I was hoping for, maybe. As I know, we, we is it, were. Is it like roguelike? Prey hit hard. Yeah, like a roguelike. It's kind of a bummer. So, like, I, if you listen to the show, you know that we really liked Prey last year. We did. Um, the, yeah, it's going to be like a roguelike thing with a bunch of, like, and there's a new game plus, which I think is already in the game. I should check That's that awesome. out. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, Isn't it, I, I'm like, really procedurally see... generated type of thing, too? The DLC Yeah, is. so that's what we're saying. It's going to be a roguelike. There's there's going to be... Wait, are you saying New Game Plus is procedurally no, 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 generated? No, 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 no. The roguelike thing. The, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, the oh, yeah. Moon, moon something or other, whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm glad to see it get more content. Um, I don't think we're ever going to see a sequel to that game. Or I don't want to say ever, but they, it's going to be... They lost the director, right? So he, they did. They probably didn't have his skills to work on... Antonio Colon, yeah. Colantonio right. or whatever his name is. So without uh, him... He was not the only person working on that game. Ricardo Barr, who worked on the original Deus Ex, was also a creative lead on that game. Um, and they still have Harvey Smith. I mean, there's still people that could work on it. I think the problem is that game just... That game got butchered. It came out at a bad time in, like, the busiest year. And in the... You know, yeah. just after the wake of Zelda. So, so, I was worried about that game and Wolfenstein. But I'm guessing they both did well enough to warrant, you know, mini little sequels and DLCs. So, that's, that's cool. Cause but it kind of seems like Wolfenstein is going to be maybe like closing out its story in the same way that like death of the outsider without i mean like i mean death, not, not the death of the outsider spoilers like, well no I, I actually haven't even played the last level so i don't know exactly how it ends but like it's kind of like a it's kind of like a well if we never make another dishonored game at least you got this which kind of leaves you with some right yeah yeah that's, that's fair some, hmm. yeah um, also, asymmetrical so, PvP. Don't forget that. That was a cool announcement. Oh, that is cool. I, that actually could be really good. Uh, I, if anybody ever plays it, that's the one thing I'm always yeah. shit like that. It's just like nobody ever plays it. Uh, but I'd, I'd be interested to play the VR version of that. Yeah. Mm, that could be fun. 
It would be terrifying. It'd be the most terrifying thing you've ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know, I, I'm kind of like mimics. Oh yeah. <laughs> not, not to not to veer too far off track, but I am glad you did mention VR because there were a couple of VR games uh, around that were announced around E3. Uh, maybe not announced in E3. That I think uh, it's kind of like making me lean towards going out and getting a PSVR, mostly because that's like the cheapest way in. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly like Tetris Effect. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for that game, but yeah, it that looks, looks wild, amazing, man. It I looks didn't. really cool. I uh, I was a big skeptic with the PlayStation VR, to be honest with you, and we did actually did uh, Brian and I on, on the podcast went and did one of the the Best Buy like test sec- uh, segments that they did, where they were going around to different Best Buys and allowing you to like set mm-hmm. up and play a PSVR, and mm-hmm. just uh, just playing. Um, what, what did I play at the test thing? Um, it was E Valkyrie. It was like mm. such a mind blowing experience to be able to like play a game like that. And uh, it's just, a, if you haven't played Skyrim in VR, it will change your life. I'm not even kidding hmm. you. It is the most, even though the graphics are a little bit dumbed down on the PSVR, mm-hmm. it is so worth every penny. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm starting to think it might be worth it now because I know they just got a price hit, a uh, price reduction. Too. Yeah, it's like two hundred fifty no, bucks I, now. I saw that just the headset is like a hundred fifty bucks. I think. Whoa, what? Yeah. that's for, for worth for it. PS for PSVR, yeah. Wow, if I've heard people were trying to make it work on the PC, if I could get it on my PC and my PlayStation, whew, that would be that would be. It, it takes works on it PC. takes some doing, but you can get it to work on the PC. Oh man, I, yeah. that's the one to get then. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's blocks, cheap. It's pretty geez, cool. I'm sold. I mean, even if I I drop 150 bucks and only play Tetris Effect and Thumper in VR, I'll be happy. <laughs> but Resident uh, Evil Seven, yeah, yeah, Resident Evil Seven's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. might play that for the first time in VR. It, I didn't it play is, that last year. Uh, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh, I believe. Yeah, it, it sounds. <laughs> I'm kind of scared, honestly. Especially with Jack uh, Baker following you. Oof. It's like the most tense part of that game. All right, spoiler alert. I, I don't know. Anyway, let's, but He's in the Bethesda, very beginning of the, the game. The new announcement, a new Bethesda. I guess we could talk about Fallout 76. Are, are, do you guys have any serious thoughts about this? Yes. Um, I, I really didn't care at first. I was like, oh, great, like another Fallout. Meh, like I can do without. But uh, the online aspect of it and the potential of co-op actually sounds pretty damn cool to me. I know some people are a little upset about it, you know, mostly like those... Uh, diehard fallout people yeah. seem kind of mm. not super stoked but uh, uh to me it seems it seems cool especially like the idea behind the nukes right it just seems like so fun and trolltastic to go <laughs> seek out those nukes and just drop them on other players and just have a good old time mm. that's that's one of two things that turned my uh attention to, the, to this game the, the first thing was seeing four people just squat up and go running around in power armor. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, give yeah. me that now. And yeah, then as yeah, soon as they definitely. said you could nuke other people's shit, I was like, yes, please. I just want to nuke everyone's <laughs> stuff all the time. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'm pretty pumped. I think uh, our whole crew, like, I think everybody's getting it on PlayStation. But hopefully, we're kind of hoping they do some kind of cross-play between PlayStation and PC or PC and mm. Xbox so we can, some of us can grab it on PC and play. But yeah, it's uh, I'm yeah. Pretty pumped for Fallout. I, yeah, to me, Fallout just seems like a really great hangout with your buddies type of game. Right. Too, oh, for sure. Know? That's and that's what sold me. Like, uh, I I still have my like. I'm not. I, I I need to know how the multiplayer aspects and the online stuff works. Like, I, I don't I don't want it to be a gear driven game. I want it to be like an exploration game with friends. 
sure. or quest mm-hmm. king, right? I don't want to be too questive myself. This is for, for what I want. But uh, yeah. I think that if it's like a hangout and like screw around and kill stuff and blow your your neighbors up, you know, um, yeah, that I've awesome. sold. And also Todd Howard, I was I felt like by the way he killed it with his presentation. I feel like he was by far no, the definitely like no really question. Funny. He yeah. he was just he he nailed it. Um, he he was like, look, I know what you're thinking. Like like you're skeptical, and I'm I was skeptical, and like like I'm like yes, we are. I am skeptical. I, I'm completely right. But he was like he was kept reiterating like this is a Fallout game. Like this is not a like he was I think without saying it like this is not right. ESO. This is you know mm. this is a this Fallout isn't experience. Destiny. Yeah, right. This yeah. is Fallout. This is not like an MMO with Fallout skin. It's a Fallout game. Right. So sure. I hope it's not too well, arky. Is my only concern. I, I I hope it's a softcore sandbox as it. Seems to be. It was claimed. Seems like it is. Yeah, yeah. With the building and everything, it it definitely does. And I think I read somewhere that there are uh, private servers too, right? So you can just get in a game with your buddies and not worry about other people if that's that's your cup of tea. Yeah, I imagine they would have that. That would make sense. Then I can nuke all my friends. Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Wait for your buddy to build something up, and then blammo, just go blow it up for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I don't know anybody around here that would do that oh, sort of thing. <laughs> no, no, uh, no idea. <laughs> I take it you guys uh, won't be playing with me then, is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, it's don't play with me. Uh, don't play with Aaron. No, we've learned yeah. just games in general just expect some trolling. Right, I, of course. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Sounds like both uh, of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, no, this sounds good. I think actually I want to play with John. <laughs> we'll have a good so, time. <laughs> yeah. Nuclear yeah. warfare. <laughs> The warring yes. states. Yeah. The uh, Skyrim special edition, pretty funny to get. That was that's real. God. That's real. It's real too. So you know. I know. It's also a real game. Yeah, that I is real. It is real. Oh my yeah. god. You Jesus. you can actually download it to your Alexa today, I believe. But then you have to you have to install a NSA spy device. Um. All the cheese. <laughs> wait 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 wait. Can you guys hear this? Hold on hold on. Alexa. Tell me about Skyrim. Can you can you hear? Yeah. Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, tell us Kevin's porn searches. She, no, no, don't do it, Alexa. Don't do Alexa. It. No. Uh, that yeah, that, I actually think that's hilarious. I'm, I was thinking of trying it. If, if can, can you do less on your phone, or do you have to have the actual? Uh, I don't know. I've got the I little spy bot next to my computer. Okay. She's she's listening to us right now. That's uh, fine. Um, I have a Google Home yeah. right next to me too, so I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice. Um, also, uh, I, a, a mm-hmm. brief mention on this note is yeah. the uh, they're they're making the mobile Elder Scrolls game, right? Which mm-hmm. you guys didn't seem to be happy about. However, no, it's going to be on the Switch, and it is a full Elder Scrolls game. Still, it's free. It's it's, it's going to be on it's, everything, and it's yeah. and it's yeah, going to be uh, cross platform, like cross play yeah. with everything supposedly. So, so I'm going to oh, at least sure. check it out. I mean, it's a, a free Elder Scrolls yeah. game on my Switch. I'll check it out on the yeah, Switch. Down. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll check it out for sure. I don't want to play it on my phone in a meeting in portrait mode. <laughs> that was but, funny, you know. though. That was funny, though. Yeah. Yeah. You can play it while you jerk off. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sure plenty of people, plenty of people are going to do just that. Check out this new armor. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so Bethesda has a new IP. Starfield. What is it called? Is anybody- Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. Gar- Garfield in space, so, I think, guys, is what many I are not, speculating. It's all about lasagna, the search for lasagna. <laughs> I made a prediction about a space RPG from Bethesda last podcast. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember anything about a other podcast. Uh, I don't remember about anything but making predictions about From Software being at the Microsoft conference. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> uh, or Death Stranding gameplay. Oh, no, that the, the best one was Crackdown 3 being delayed. 
And that oh, was, yeah. I didn't yeah. think oh, that was, there was any chance of that. And you Dude, were right. Come on. That game's never coming out. Yeah, I think it's vaporware at this point. <laughs> Wait, it's, can, can I just say, speaking of last podcast, that I totally called it with the Pokemon Go, like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee thing? Yeah. You did. Like, you I did. was like, oh, there's going to be a Pikachu that follows you around, like, yellow, and it's going to be tied with Pokemon Go somehow. So. So we all get now points. I wish I oh, made yeah. I wish mm-hmm. I made the list of what you guys predicted so I could hold you accountable. <laughs> yeah, no, no one is held accountable for anything. Uh, there's no responsibility here. Uh, I don't even know what we said. Like I think we said that you know Kim Jong Il is going to be with Donald Trump. Kim Jong Il. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which one? Uh, that dude's ill. Kim Jong Il is like the old ass one. He's gone. Now. He's like this, he's, he's like dead, frozen in one. some tube somewhere apparently. Uh, he's he's super lonely though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely lonely now. So all right, Starfield. Whoa, Starfield guys. Let's going? let's let's this this game. I don't know what it's going to be. Does anybody know? Nobody. Knows. I don't think they've released any no. information about it. No, they it takes anything. place in space. It'll be good. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, then so <laughs> I was watching this with my friend who's like the biggest Elder Scrolls fan, and like when they like I was like, dude, just wait for it. They're going to announce Elder Scrolls. Like it's, it's got to happen. It's been it's been like what eight years, seven years. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to do mm-hmm. it, and then they did, <laughs> of course, right? Elder Scrolls after six. after like yeah. eighteen fakeouts. <laughs> Elder Scrolls six. Like, so they... many fakeouts that there was no way it was going to happen. No, was it was definitely going to happen. Part. That was why they yeah. faked it out so many times. Yeah. But was it even like in development though, or wasn't this just kind of like, hey, it's coming eventually? I, I'm gonna no, guess I, 2020, 2019. I don't remember what podcast it was, but uh, Todd Howard was on a recent episode talking about how it is actively in development because mm-hmm. his son, who recently started playing Skyrim on the Switch uh, for the very first time, he's never played it on anything else because he's that young. He just started playing it on the Switch. His son was like, so when does 6 come out, Dad? And he's like, I can't tell him any of this information. Like, I can't share these things <laughs> with my own child. Do you know how like <laughs> how much that kills me inside? And like, So it is. it has been in development for a while now, and I, my guess is it'll probably come out next generation because I think with Microsoft mm. saying that they're already working on the next Xboxes right now and like mm, all of this yep. PlayStation 5 hype that we keep hearing about, like I don't think those consoles are, are too far off at this point. So, so we'll if see. it's next gen, then we'll have never had an officially released Elder Scrolls this generation. Correct, yeah, yes. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Two fallouts. We'll have had a re-release. I mean, except for the one on your phone, I guess, but... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I'm excited for more. But I like Bethesda games, even though I didn't really play, I guess, Fallout 4, which maybe I'll pick that up one of these days. But I, I love Elder Scrolls. I think Starfield's going to be great. I'm super excited for new new uh, Elder Scrolls. What was it called? What was the name? Elder, Elder Scrolls Blades. Oh no, no, that's the phone game. Yeah, What's the name that's of this? the phone. Just, or, just, six. Six. just Elder Scrolls. Yeah, six. just Elder Scrolls. Okay. Six. That's a, yeah, well, pretty good stuff. Uh, any last thoughts about the Bethesda conference? There are two mm. things that we missed from the Microsoft thing that I wanted to mention. Oh my really god, quickly. let's do it! Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was announced. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. That. man, how did I was we gonna dying, mention that? <laughs> and Dying Light two is another one yes. that they showed off. So with Chris Avalon, yeah. Oh shit, there was so much stuff there that it was yeah. Yeah, totally I'm, right. I'm so uh, pumped for Dying Light 2. I love the first one. I'm really excited to see this one come out because I like the idea of the d- dynamic choice-making, uh, you know, butterfly effect kind of stuff happening in games is really cool, especially a game like this. And Cyberpunk 2077, I mean, come on. I don't really need to say anything about that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So. Oh, I can't That's wait. It's yeah. confirmed so today to be an FPS game, and yes. you can create your character. So What? Yep. What? Yep. Huh? FPS yep. game? Wait, yep. Really? Yep. I like that. 
Yeah. Huh. I like that a lot. And it's going to have vehicle combat huh. too, which no surprises there. And it's, it's going to be it's heavily influenced by the Cyberpunk 2020 actual tabletop RPG. Like so, there's Sweet. a ton right, of that work like, oh, into whoa. it. Uh, like the mm-hmm. class system that's in that, and then as well as like other aspects of it are also going to be roped in there, uh, statistics and things like that. So, yeah, it's it's going to be awesome. I'm really pumped. I got a, a couple of guys uh, in in the Midwest Game Nerd Squad that are like huge like retro wave like you know that's just it's right up their alley so they that's that's all oh, they've yeah. been talking about so that's awesome yeah. so we're also into retro wave big time <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> man that's good <laughs> that, stuff that, i'm so that excited 80s retro future is like you know i'm sold sold yeah the best. right and the, the thing is is, is, is is it's a really ambitious thing to do because i can't think of an open world like cyberpunk game like i can't name i'm sure does one exist i can't think of one like like a truly open world rpg I mean, the closest thing we probably had to it was, like, Omicron back in, like, the late 90s with, like, David Bowie and, like, you know, that was by IDOS Mm -hmm. Games or whatever, Mm -hmm. I think, did that. Right, right. That was... So, but that was Deus Ex. I mean, Deus Deus Ex. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, it's open-ish. It's open mission. Yeah. Yeah. The newest one, open world? It's it's like a city. Yeah, okay. Well, Baltzman's playing PUBG, by the way. But uh, uh, Deus Ex, the new one, is, does not have that awesome 80s retro future that that Cyberpunk has. Cyberpunk is like full-on 80s retro future, which is It looks so good. So it's, awesome. Yeah. I, good God, it It's looks actually cool. my number two game of the show. I don't know how I skipped that. I feel like I was going to bring it up. It's just there's so much. For, for now, but yeah. 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 Thanks, John, um, for, for getting it. No, yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Anything else, Bethesda? Nope. Or We got it. I we got it. Okay, so Devolver, we don't need to spend too much time talking about it. Did you guys watch last year's Devolver conference? I missed it. No, I didn't. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Satire no, I missed it too. I know, I know the premise. It was a satire. This one oh, was also a satire right. with like two games, which one of which is a FromSoft game. Yeah. Um, it's a port. Yeah, so there's your three chaos. games. No, that's just a port. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Uh, but it, it was, especially at the beginning when they had the dude come out and he was talking like in jargon like pure jargon and it was like as somebody who has shot so many videos with these tech speak types corporate speak yeah uh, it, it, it was pretty hilarious um but yeah devolver's pretty awesome didn't really seem like they had anything exciting and i remember they had that game uh it was like a isometric souls like that, that was supposed to come out last year and then we don't see any of it at e3 i don't know kind mm. of bummer isometric i would have like not i tier yeah yeah, Eider. Oh, okay. I tier. That That's game. the one. Where you play as the shield maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like what the hell happened to that game? I don't know. I haven't about that game in a while. It's, it's like so. it's like Souls like it has a Diablo style loot system. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. So let's let's take a break and we'll be right back and we'll we'll push on through this, all right? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't. There was a moment where Kevin like came out and he said something just sounded like like extremely robot, like it was like more robot than yeah. usual. And I just I had to laugh. It was just so ridiculous. Man, I wish everyone else could hear this. Just maybe future podcasts will put a robot filter on. Yeah, like for like at least for like, like put it right before Dude, I laugh. That would be good. I'm gonna put a walkie-talkie <laughs> filter on you for like the whole fucking podcast. You're just gonna be like. <laughs> Welcome back. I hope you uh, enjoyed that word from our sponsor. And uh, we're going to talk now for about 60 seconds. This is your square minutes. Uh, John, what happened at the square conference? Uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. they, they didn't yeah. show off Final Fantasy VII, and that's all I care about. So, 
It's vaporware, it's, man. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not coming. Yeah, it might be a vapo. Maybe next generation, right? I mean, we can just keep pushing it out further if we have to. Yeah, maybe. That game. Uh, that's uh, sad. The next uh, Ice Inspire book. What's first? We'll see. Oh, God. <laughs> shut up. Or Half-Life 3. Okay. No. Let's keep going. Half-Life. <laughs> I, it better be the Ice Inspire book. Uh, They're all okay. going to be released in the same year. So we'll see Half-Life 3, Final Fantasy VII Remake. In Cyberpunk 2077, 2077. yes, <laughs> right. 2077. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, Ubisoft, the the French masters of the universe, the number three largest developer in gaming, mm-hmm. has a a vibrant and lively conference. Who watched it? I did. Uh, I watched. I watched it without sound. Nope. I watched some of it. You, without sound. <laughs> why don't you just well, why don't you do had, it the other I way around? I had sound sometimes. I just didn't have all okay. of sound. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you watch it the other way around? <laughs> Why didn't you listen to it? Because no, then it's just like in presenting. Oh my god! No, it's like, wait, what is this? What's going on? I don't know. I can't see anything. You know. Last year, I listened to all the press conferences, and it was so annoying when, whenever a trailer would play, because I'd just be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, just, <laughs> does it work? And I couldn't watch it. When like serious music, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. What? What? I, I don't know. What happened? I didn't watch this. So I, missed it. I saw the coolest thing I thought was Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. Yeah, it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greek setting. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I could tell, and I didn't have sound the entire time, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like it was Wait, not, you didn't have sound? It was. I didn't have sound the entire time. I had sound some of the time. Was it Ubisoft, not Ubisoft Montreal developing this game? It was a different team. Is that, is that correct? That I didn't catch, actually, so I couldn't tell okay. you. But um, okay. it, it looks amazing. Uh, I believe you can play as both a male and female character, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I, um, I did hear that, yeah. Which is super interesting to me. And I also heard that you can romance whoever you want in the game. Yeah, I heard that too. Mm. Yes. Which is kind of weird, but whatever, I'll take it. <laughs> so uh, Assassin's Creed's turning into more of like a Mass Effect or, or Witcher even kind Witcher, of Witcher, yeah. They, yeah they, it's becoming kind of more of a legit RPG now, which I think is what yeah. a lot of people wanted out of the series. They were the, the action game was fun when it first came out, but then as they just mm. kept making them deeper and deeper, I think this is this is becoming the game everybody's wanted all along, so... Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed Origins, I think, is hands down the best Assassin's Creed that I played. So yeah, and this game Origins setting is, is very compelling as well. That Greek setting. I want the historical Witcher, basically, mm-hmm. like historical tourism. Perfect. Those guys is like you know asset design, world and and characters. It's just so so well done. Like they really For sure. that stuff. So yeah. Definitely. Uh, I'm also, I'm really pumped for the Mario plus Rabbids game. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Wait, is there Mar- That's what? a leg- oh, legitimately yeah. excellent they're, game. They're doing another Mario plus Rabbids DLC with Donkey Kong Adventures. With Donkey Kong. And it's yeah. going yeah. to be so good. It's going to be so, so good. Did, you, did any of you guys is play Diddy Mario plus Rabbids? Dude, yeah, I beat that game. That oh, game's God. brilliant. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> that was, that's it's so good. Yeah. Definitely the most unexpected pleasure of video game playing I've had in the past probably ten years. <laughs> it completely it completely <laughs> caught me off guard. I thought it was going to be straight garbage when it was announced. It ended up being such an amazing experience. That's so brilliant. What I like that about was it your most game of the year, right? Like, yeah, I think so. It was either that or uh, Neo. Actually, I think Neo was my personal game. No, that was okay. Neo was our collective game of the year and i think mario plus rabbits was my personal game of the year that was nice. that was my recollection yeah, yeah. i think the um, best the best part about mario plus rabbits too is like you think it's going to be this little bitch ass like super easy XCOM light but like halfway through the game it gets pretty fucking difficult oh yeah for sure 
figuring out the, in the combo system of like linking your characters up is so sweet like i mean i never like it's it's just a, it's a different level it remind me a lot of uh, mario plus or mario and luigi from the game boy advance like that sort of gameplay it was is very similar to that but on uh in instead of being like an rpg turn-based rpg it was a turn-based uh, cha- uh strategy game so very yeah, very awesome. cool and i'm i'm just super pumped for this uh this dlc to come out so did they Kong did they too. show what Donkey Kong's gun is going to be? I don't think so. I don't recall. Coconut it. gun. He fires his <laughs> it's be a banana, a banana cannon. Yeah, it's gonna. <laughs> I was going to say like <laughs> Diddy Kong is going to ride on his back and shoot peanuts, but <laughs> Diddy Kong is going to be in the game. <laughs> I'm, no. no <laughs> I Diddy Kong shoots peanuts. You know, quoting the DK rap. It's has, just okay. it's cool to see Nintendo allowing other developers to play with their franchises and actually mm-hmm. do cool things with them. Because they yeah. also had that, uh, I think it's called Starlink or something like that, yep. that uh, Ubisoft's doing uh, with spaceships, and they're going to have Star Fox in it, which is super I cool. That. I thought U- Ubisoft was just making a Star Fox game, and I got super excited, but then I was Me like, too. oh, it's, mm. it's this game again that they're bringing back up. Like, okay, like now I'm a little more interested in it because I love Star Fox. So. Me too. Like, I actually might get this game only because of the Star Fox. Like, I, yeah, for I sure. probably wouldn't have bought it otherwise. <laughs> I, had, I had no interest before. <laughs> I do have interest now. Yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm on the same page. Um, the uh, the uh, Donkey Kong... Um, DLC? Did they show any gameplay from that? I missed that. Or I think it, just... it was it was just a, a, a video. It was just like some of the like you know full motion video from the game, kind of playing out and introducing Donkey Kong as like a playable character. So okay, that's really cool though. Hmm. Yeah. And then um, right. Super Mario Party. Anybody? Oh wait, Super Mario Party. Yeah, that's the uh, the you... new Mario Party. Ubisoft is making that. Oh wait, no, I'm jumping ahead. I'm so sorry. I just because okay. we were talking Mario plus rabbits, then I was yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. god, I love. And I was like okay. Mario Party. I'm so pumped for that. Anyways, I'm jumping ahead. Never mind. Forget I even said anything. Uh, yeah. No, it's okay. No, Mar- no, Mario okay. does not exist rabbits. yet. That it, we technically has not been announced yet. <laughs> yeah, my um, bad. <laughs> uh, is there did, is there anything else that happened at the Ubisoft that was this worth noting? Anybody thoughts about that? Uh, they showed uh, off their pirate game again. I'm not really yeah. interested in mm. that. Um, no, I yeah. think it's cool, but I'm not, it's not my. I'm not. I'm not the tarmac demographic. I, I think. Yeah. I think the big one, uh, Beyond Good and Evil, but I don't personally really care. I know that game. That game's got a pretty big cult following, but yeah. uh, meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never played the first one, so I don't really know what to think about the second one. It, the, the, what they showed looked cool, and it looks like it's going to have a pretty epic story, which is intriguing to me. So I might actually have to go back and play the first one. So we'll see. Mm. It's cool to bring it back for fans. You know, that's yeah. really a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how much it'll be. The first one was kind of like a Zelda Ocarina of Time style game, but with like a very, very different setting. Yeah. Um, if, I, if, I, if I understand it correctly, my, I, I watched my ex play it, so I didn't, I didn't play it myself. Oh, they did. Good. They did say they're putting out a call for artists and musicians and things to actually contribute uh, content for the game uh, mm. using Joseph Gordon-Levitt's hit record uh, platform. So that's kind of cool that if you're an independent artist or musician or any sort of creative type, they're allowing these people to actually submit content that will be featured in the game. They want all kinds of graffiti and like street art and things like that implemented. And and it just seemed kind of a cool way to like actually engage the audience more than just being players of the game, but actually content creators for the game itself. So I kind of dig that. Um, That's cool. They're also watching with one other game. Uh, Frodo Baggins came out and he announced a transference. <laughs> and did you guys see that? The VR what? game. 
Frodo, no. Frodo Baggins is working with uh, Ubisoft to make a, a game called Transference. Yes, and Frodo like Baggins a, himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All this two and a half a feet of him. Is this or a bit? He comes what right the out of the Hobbit hole. And... So um, the, I thought the trailer was really cool. Um, I think the, the VR horror experience I find very interesting. I've never, I've never played it myself, but I think it's a – like I, I want to play a VR horror game. So I, I think that, that game would be cool you know, too. You know what would make <laughs> it truly, <laughs> truly terrifying if it was actually Frodo Baggins <laughs> in the game, like hunting your ass down? <laughs> uh, He'll always man. be Frodo Baggins to me. So. Oh yeah, you can't unsee it. What's his real name? Oh, uh, Elijah Frodo Woods. <laughs> oh, I thought oh, it was Elijah Fro- Wood. No, it's out. Frodo Baggins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, should. We'll just stick with that. Yeah, uh, that game looked cool though. That's cool. All right. Uh, I guess we're moving into the PC gaming show, which I don't know if any of us watched, and it's not really the biggest place for big reveals. But yeah. there was one. I watched a couple of things. A couple of things on here that I thought looked uh, pretty damn cool. Uh, Sable being uh, the number one thing from that. Uh, to me, that looked awesome. I really like that art style, and mm-hmm. uh, excited to kind of dig into that. That's what the one with like the red. Everything's red. Has the outlines. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like Studio Ghibli kind of esque, and like yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So that looks cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooblets, uh, that sounds like a Kevin-ass Kevin game, Stardew Valley and Pokemon tied together, uh, right yeah, up my alley. definitely. So. <laughs> Other Kevin, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, did you guys see the trailer for Maneater? Anyone? Uh, no, yeah, no. it's hilarious. Oh, my God, so, it's so funny. <laughs> it's a game where you play as a shark. <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's a fucking shark. It's an open-world game where you play as a shark. It's an action RPG where you have, like, shark skill points and skill trees, and you, like, level up your shark. That's amazing. It, I know. <laughs> I just so love cool. the premise of it. Like, I was and the, you're like, beat yourself and eat humans yes. and stuff? Yeah. Is that what it looked like? <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to I have to give that game just some, like, a, no, just because the premise. Like, it could just be fun. the premise, yeah. Like, man, fuck Eco the Dolphin. I want to play yeah. as a shark. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, it's Tripwire Interactive. It's published by Tripwire. So Tripwire, they announced oh, they're okay. to start publishing indie games and trying to give up games that they think deserve the, to be in the limelight. So that's kind of what they're that's doing. That's cool. Yeah, so that, that is that cool. That is cool. So you know, props to them I like for doing Tripwire. that. Yeah. Um, um, and then Sega, of course, announcing their uh, Best of Japan thing. So now they, they're, they're going to put oh, Yakuza yes. Zero and Yakuza Kiwami and, and a couple uh, other games yeah. on PC. Yeah. What other games? Yeah. Let's see. Well, they announced uh, Fist of the North Star is coming out to the West. I don't know if that's going to be on PC. I think that's a PS4 exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. But I think that's one of them. Um, I'm glad to see uh, Yakuza Zero and uh, Kiwami on uh, PC. I, I I wish this happened like a couple of years ago because I've already finished both of those games. But I would really <laughs> like to go through them again on the PC. Um, I'm glad you guys get like a chance to kind of experience those now because I've talked up the Yakuza series uh, quite a bit on this mm-hmm. podcast, right. and especially Zero. Uh, Zero this game's brilliant. Um, so yeah, it's good. I, I would hope to see uh, Six on the PC at some point. I just put the fin- uh, finishing touches on Six on the PS4. And uh, frame rate, it's rock solid 30. It's a little bit of a bummer. Um, I would like to play that game at 60 because of uh, the kind of action-based combat. But um, mm. I don't think we'll see that on the PC anytime soon. But I don't Six. know. Here's wishful thinking. We'll probably will if it sells well. I mean, that's really that. what it's going to come down to. Yeah. But I'm mm. excited for All right. That. Yeah, because I'm fun. excited. Yeah. So I think that uh, was all I really felt like. To grab me from the PC show. Was there anything else that you guys thought? Or? I actually did not have a chance to catch the PC show. Okay. Mm. 
All right. Well, next conference, probably not going to have much to say about kind of a small, small company, a little horse and pony show. Uh, Sony did their, their press conference. Yeah. Opened up with The Last of Us 2. So <laughs> that, yeah, Sorry. The Last of Us 2, which, which, which like had like this, what? it starts with this like, what are you laughing? What's, yeah, what's Kevin I'm just laughing because like, uh, I don't know. Eating edible or <laughs> just, something? What's going no, on? No, 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 no. It's the like I, I just immediately think of like when they first started the press conference and they're in that like rinky dink ass tent thing. Yeah. My initial thought was like, what the fuck am I even watching? Because <laughs> like right. I had just watched this uh, the Microsoft one and then it's like this big spectacle like yeah. arena with thousands of people packed in there. And then that's oh, the Sony the press one. Conference yeah, press the, Sony, the press yeah. conference itself. Yeah, and it's dude, this like rinky dink ass tent with a dude playing the banjo. <laughs> yeah, that was so. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am my, I even looking at? I had that on my like, phone. Has, <laughs> is is. <laughs> I came into my room and Summer was like she's painting and she was like I was like I'm watching videos on uh, banjo right now like I'm learning how to play the banjo and she's like why are you watching that like she didn't realize it actually was the Sony conference like there was, it wasn't even obvious like that it was like any like, gaming thing because he plays it for like an awkward like, like two or three minutes like it went on for a little yeah too long. it was it was weird and like my initial thought was like does Sony think that they are so ahead of the game like they're so the industry leader right now that they don't have to put any effort <laughs> into their e3 press conference at all because this is what it looks like <laughs> i i kind of think they do think that uh the, yeah, the guys sitting outside talking like having i was i was on conference calls that whole day talking about how to light speakers with somebody who was like you really we gotta we're gonna make this look incredible <laughs> then i'm looking at sony's press conference it looks like shit and i'm like wow <laughs> what, what do you expect like, out of me? <laughs> it was so awkward too because they have to like take that intermission after that segment so one, everyone could get up off their asses and like go into the actual uh, the, the arena thing or whatever. Mm. <laughs> but their games, their games are obviously. Is, I mean, their games look really course, good, yeah. and obviously yeah. they're like, hey, we're we're gonna let these games speak for themselves, and I think those games. Spoke pretty highly. Uh, Last of Us start uh, part two starts off with a, a intimate moment between Ellie and some other girl who she seems to have a romantic interest in, and then goes into the most incredibly realistic depiction of violence. Yeah, it was I've like seen. I was like a little grossed <laughs> a out. Fucking game. And they like disemboweled uh. that guy. It was like, oh. Oh, I know it was like the I super love Mortal sweet... Kombat and all the other ones, but this was like a little too realistic and like, <laughs> oh like man, a... I don't know how much I want the realistic gore. I don't know. The contrast was kind of intense too, because it was like this really sweet, intimate moment that's like so beautifully animated too, you know. <laughs> and then like the next scene, there's a dude being hanged and fucking eviscerated. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it was really intense. Yeah, and then like also the injuries they all send like some pickaxe kind of like hits like and it's all like this realistic like viscera like like impact. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Like, <laughs> it's those artists are working hard. They are. Uh, I mean, the graphics look very, very, very good. The yeah, pretty incredible. I was blown away by, by top, the uh, animations. Yeah. yeah, it's like is was the all of that in engine like it looked like it oh, might definitely. have been definitely like if that's engine, the case right? and that was all like in engine animation i just can't even begin to wrap my mind around that it's incredible i always wonder how much of it though when they when they show these these things are like is the animations and events is it all scripted like because there's a lot of parts where she's like leaning and shifting her weight against things in game ways that you don't see games do like is, this, <laughs> is the game gonna do it when you play it or is it just like very nice cutscene? You know right i mean if you look at like Uncharted Lost Legacy, the characters do kind of move like that. Like they they yeah. move like that, but it's a little more clunky. So I I don't know. 
No, every square inch of a Naughty Dog game has been considered and reconsidered, and every possible animation combination or permutation has been put into the game. These guys don't fuck around. This is why they all work 100 hours a week mm-hmm. for three years to put these games out. Like, there, there isn't going to be a square inch of that game that hasn't been polished to the to these right. I'm not saying that, edges. but I just you don't usually see the interactions with the enemies yeah. play out in the way that they do in these E3 conferences usually right like when ellie's like the one that stands out for me was when ellie Ellie is hiding under the car right Mm -hmm. and like she shoots the dude in the knee and that other dude comes around and like you know pulls her out uh that looked very scripted and staged but i mean who's to tell uh, at this point yeah it's true yeah so what do you think john John? (laughs) yeah i just uh i i only i got probably 25% 25% of the way through the first Last of Us and I kind of dropped off of it because I got to a part where I was really stuck so I never finished mm-hmm. it and seeing yeah, this trailer man. makes me want to go back and actually finish it so I know what the hell's going on a little more but it was it was incredible to see just I mean I'm always intrigued to see the leaps in technology that we see in video games so I, like seeing mm-hmm. that happen like right before your eyes like going from you know literally, literally every game we've seen throughout this entire E3 has like been leaps and bounds over what we saw last year in, in my opinion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I love seeing that. I definitely want to play play through The Last of Us, uh, the original. Uh, I do have the remastered version on my PS4, which is sweet. So uh, I just I just need to actually do it. Like I need to sit down and do it. It's just it's one of those things where it's like it's one of those games you you want to make a serious time commitment to. But it's like I have, you know, you run a gaming podcast. Like, how much time do you really have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. You have to play so, everything. I haven't yeah, beat so, the first game either, so same problem. Yeah, same deal. I'm, I'm intrigued to, to to check this one out, but I feel like I can't do it proper justice, knowing how much time they're investing in this game and the people behind it. Like, I feel like I have to finish the first one before I touch this mm-hmm. one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, agreed. All right, well. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Tsushima. Yeah, Tsushima. Tsushima. The, the T is silent. Right, of course. Uh, so uh, here's what I'll say. Irrespective of how the game turns out to be, maybe one of the coolest settings, right? You're in Japan, mm-hmm. early Japan, during the first Mongol, Mongol invasion. invasion. I know. Although why aren't the Mongols on fucking horses? Like I was, I've been to Mongolia. Like I felt, I felt offended for the Mongolians. Like what the fuck are they doing on on their feet? <laughs> well, maybe just because it was they weren't fighting them in like I don't know. He's fighting yeah, like no, an indoor. The building. horses are just harder to animate for tech demos, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, the combat you don't want you want to see a foot combat. You don't want to see horse combat necessarily. You know. Yeah. You don't want to sure. see foot versus horse combat. The combat <laughs> yeah. that they did show was pretty impressive, though. It, yeah, looked, it looked really yeah. smooth yeah. and clean, and it looks like it's going to be like it's just like playing a more extended version of Bushido Blade, and I'm kind of into that. So yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too was Bushido yeah. Blade because it yeah. was just these yeah. Fast. I mean, the combat does look very thought out and methodical and planned, and yes. you know, not so much spammy. So I, I'm definitely excited about it. I mean, I honestly think that this might be my uh, game of E3. Um, it looks pretty goddamn incredible. And, yeah. and again, color palette, like we talked about mm-hmm. that earlier, this game is like a, a prime example of that. I um, I applaud them, too, for making a game that looks, as far as I can tell, pretty much all historical. I didn't see any Assassin's Creed weird lines, and there's no... Mm. I didn't see any demons. Like, every every game that's made by... Uh, often, uh, Samurai games... Are always have some demons or some supernatural elements. They're very rarely do you see ones that are, look like it's just based on like a conflict between humans. And that, you know, Bushido Blade, but like what else? I can't think of any other game. I'm sure there's a Tenchu. No, it's got demons too. I don't know. 
But I like that yeah. this game was like grounded in a historical setting. Don't rule out demons just yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could. It could. It could be there. I also could, think demons are part route. of the history of it, like like yeah. demons were, I'm not were, were thought to demons. be. It's just a cool to see a game where you're not only fighting. Like it looked like it was like humans versus humans. Like it was about a war. Yeah. You know? No. It, look, the setting is just looks amazing. The graphics looks really look really good. There was a few kind of cheesy like Avengers movie lines. Like when he runs up to that girl, she's like, "Oh, you finally arrived!" Like after slashing someone down, I was like, "Ah, oh, come on, come on." <laughs> a little bit of that. but but it was it's still the game looks really fucking awesome yeah it's stuck, developed by sucker punch the guys who did uh the um superhero games uh, infamous yeah so yeah um we got we got three samurai games to c3 yes, yes i think uh, uh is that three, three? Well, yeah. no no mm-hmm. one of them's a ninja game it's true it's true Sekiro is a ninja game yeah that's a ninja ah, you're not a, okay. not a, that's a tenchu game basically yeah um yeah. All right. So yeah. Then speaking of samurai games, we got Neo Two, which Neo I 2. think is. But I, I still haven't played Neo Yay. One nearly yeah. enough. It, but it I think that's really awesome. So good. Please pick up. Yeah. Please pick up the first one and play it. It is so good. A, another I, game uh, that completely caught our entire crew off guard. Like we did not expect it to be as good as it was. We all kind of bought it. We we had all played the beta and we hated it. Mm-hmm. But we yeah, needed something. Yeah, bad. <laughs> we needed to have something to cover for the podcast. And so I had some uh, Amazon money in my you know uh, like a gift card or something. And I was like, I'm just going to use it for Neo, so I don't feel bad about spending real money on it. And uh, I I would have gladly spent real money on that game. It's it's that good. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I'm pumped for the second one. And it looks like the character turns from what I could tell the character turns into a demon or something happens. Like like it's, there's more than just you playing as William Human again. Like it looks yeah, like there's some sure. supernatural element in the player, which is really sweet. I'm, I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah, it'll, it'll it's yeah. a good uh, extension on what the original was. You know, it'll it'll be cool to have that ability. Or even though we didn't see exactly what they're doing with that, but yeah, if that's the case, like that would be awesome for sure. Can you make your character this time also? Oh, I didn't hear about that. That would be cool. Because uh, making your character is usually a very Western game style thing, and not as much in the Japanese games. So mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, yeah. We'll, we'll, I'm excited to see how that game turns out. I mm-hmm. think it'll be good. I am a longtime hardcore Team Ninja fan, as I've stated before, going back to Ninja Gaiden and stuff. So glad to see them put shit out, hopefully everywhere. Uh, so then we had this trailer that was like... Um, well, it's like a rat is watching something, right? Like, what's the oh, rat man, watching? Was, it's like a fight. That was like my like oh, the moment what is, I wanted. What is this? Oh yeah. And then, oh my God, Leon Kennedy, who looks so, a little weird, but like, uh, he had a butt chin, right? Wasn't a so, butt chin, Leon yes, Kennedy? But yeah. So when did you guys realize it was Resident Evil? Like once I saw the zombies, fake, like right before his face, and, like there's this line that the guy who's fighting him says, and it's like implies it's like a Resident Evil quote. I forget what he says. But in the zombie's face, it was like, oh, this is not your regular zombie. This is Resident Evil zombie. I can tell right. by looking at mm-hmm. him. Mm. Uh, it, when I first saw the zombie, I gave it a big old eye roll because uh, I just don't want any more zombies in anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I realized it was Resident Evil uh, it's, it's once okay, I saw It's okay because Samurai is with a new zombie. Oh, That's I true. hope not. I hope not. Pirates. <laughs> oh, <man>. um, <laughs> but... Dude, yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake. We've known about this for a while. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen anything of we it. We haven't seen it looks anything. Like, yeah, and it looks it looks really good. It looks like almost like a reboot. I mean, it's it's in somewhere mm-hmm. in between reboot and remake. Cause so it's curi- I'm curious because it looks like the gameplay is over the shoulder. I was going to say, so, yeah, yeah they, it looks like RE4. Yeah, so yeah I, that's um, great. I remember reading <clears throat> a lot of people were worried, not me, but people were worried about it being an over-the-shoulder Resident Evil experience. Um 
And uh, apparently Hideki Kamiya, director of Resident Evil 2, was like, don't worry, guys. Capcom will do it right. Like, don't worry about it. Like, if it's over the shoulder, mm-hmm. it'll be a great game. Like, don't even be concerned yeah. about it. So, like, I agree with mm-hmm. him. He's right. Like, don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Like, it doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a, a traditional Resident Evil game. Well, I definitely I I was kind of hoping for, like, an RE1 remake kind of thing. Though. I was, too, but um, I'm, I'm fine with it either way. Because those are, like, very... Josh and I were talking about this because I was down in San Diego with him. And mm-hmm. we watched this together. And he was like... I don't like the old Resident Evil games. They're they're not fun. You walk from room to room and like you run into shit and it's like stupid puzzles and stuff. And like I see why what someone would not like that, especially weaned off of Resident Evil Four and Five. But God, I really like those old games. Um, I do too. I, uh, I like I them. I feel that they have not aged very well. Um, I I think I think it's good to see this. Uh, over the shoulder, especially like after the abysmal shit show that Resident Evil uh, Six was, I yes. think that was the last over the shoulder one, right? So like, yes. I kind of see this as their chance to kind of, you Bring know, back. Yes. yeah, yeah. I I rather have that than Resident Evil Seven's combat, personally. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, no doubt. Um, yeah. But uh, I think um, that I don't know because this game is a three D game, they could hypothetically make a classic mode. Like, because you would have, you already have the environments. You just have to have fixed camera angles in this 3D environment. You could still make a game. You know what I'm saying? That would be interesting to see if they actually do that. Like, I feel like that'd be a good way to to honor the fans that like that old style, but then also give them the option of switching to the new style, which, I mean, that's, look at the, you know, God of War 2018 took the -the over-the-shoulder approach, and that's something that, like, Resident Evil 4 kind of, like, really locked in for people. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, to be able to switch between the two, like obviously not on the fly, but if you could have different playthroughs where you can alter that that yeah. uh, camera placement thing, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. I think that would be, yeah. if I was Calcom, that's what I would try and aim for. Obviously, that's a pretty big goal. That's, that's a difficult like thing to do. It's like making two games. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. at least you have shared environment and assets and stuff. Um, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I think that would be this, the, the way to go to appease all the potential your angry minorities. Yeah. Angry minorities. <laughs> <laughs> Angry minority Resident Evil fans. Let me, uh, let me elaborate yeah, on that. Okay. Sorry. Uh, it, I don't, I don't think case, I don't think the large group of Resident Evil fans are mad about this. I'm not. No. no I, I, whatever I it is, crazy, I'm going to so. be happy with yeah. it. People but are more like, pissed about the way Leon and Claire look than anything else. I think like that's that's the, <laughs> the basic response on the internet is that Leon looks yeah, fucking he, weird. He yeah. looks fucking derpy. He looks yeah. a little strange. I yeah. agree. I think they'll fix it. I'm not worried. I hope so. Yeah. And uh, I never really imagined Leon with such, like, a pronounced butt chin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Real Austin Walker, huh, Kevin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a bad, that's a bad joke. This doesn't make any sense. That's, no, that's, that's a new joke from me. Looking, looking uh, at our old chat, chat yeah, that's... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay. So, um, Resident Evil 2 remake. It's going to be awesome no matter what. About uh, Let's not forget... About the, the, no, we're not done. They're Death Stranding. That's why death I said Hideo. Fucking Stranding. Hideo yeah, look like it showed. Okay, so is this game basically MGS4 and PT, like birthed together in this weird sci-fi environment with awesome music so, and creepy face actors? Kojima because, said today that you don't have to fight anything in the game. Hmm. Whoa, that's cool. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's and it's funny because he's always been about the non-lethal. Like you can play through, I think, Metal Gear Solid Two and Three without killing anyone. Yeah. So, well, the boss is mm. like you can stun them; they still die, but you know you don't have to. Yeah, because when I was looking at that yeah, gameplay footage, I was like, "What is this going to be like? A walking sim? What's going on here?" No, it looked like a stealth game. He was hiding from the 
from the dudes. Did they? Uh, they didn't show any combat at all, though, right? Mm-mm. No, it's just mostly him walking around in these big, like, kind of atmospheric open environments. Mm. He had like the uh, proper amount of items that an RPG character has on their back. Like, it's like actually, you know, like he had like, <laughs> like backpacks and backpacks and backpacks of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of different backpacks and like little robots uh, following around carrying a corpse yeah. one time. So I, I guess he's, he he yeah. moves stuff around. I guess I don't know. Do we even know what the I mean, hell this game is about these, yet? These trailers has been like a mini movie, and they've been so high quality. Yeah, it all seems yeah. like super self-contained. Yeah, I really each just trailer, don't. I should say. I don't know what to think about this game at all. I mean, I'm interested in it because it just seems weird as hell, and I feel like I'd be doing mm. myself a disservice by not being interested in it. So, right. But mm. I just, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's Kojima. Who who knows? We're, anything goes with him. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be good. I, I have high hopes. Okay, even if it's bad, we got. We've received like at least the first two, and arguably the third, like three like awesome short science fiction films. Yeah, they're really awesome. Form, like <laughs> fifteen minute trailers. Yeah, so like, so even if the game sucks, the fucking trailers were awesome. Yeah, oh, for um, sure. I, don't, I don't think it's gonna suck. I think no. it's gonna come out and be very weird, though. I, I definitely think it's gonna be you know off kilter and unlike anything else i love the style it just has so much like substance to it like i'm just i'm i don't know i'm very sold by it i guess i, I love it <laughs> just, just from like every moment of like seeing it, it's like the, the style and aesthetics and the music and everything how it all comes together it's very well mm-hmm. done <clears throat> yeah man uh all right uh anything else did you get spider-man you guys excited about spider-man nope i'm so marveled out i just don't give a shit yeah i don't yeah. right no, definitely I'm surprised uh, they right. super I, I, superheroes think, are the new zombie. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think sure. um, I think uh, mm. Spider-Man games are were fun. I played them before, but like I'm just, I'm mm. just surprised that it's a Sony title. Like it's there's nothing Sony about Marvel. Like it's just a they just licensed it. Oh, but they own they've owned Spider-Man for like yeah. 20 years. Yeah, like, isn't it some weird thing? Yeah. Yeah, I used to Sony play their games on GameCube. I played the right, Treyarch so, uh, Spider-Man game on GameCube. Back since in like the 2000s. first Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire, I don't uh, know the exact details, but they've owned. That's because Marvel is owned by Disney, but Spider-Man is owned by Sony. Yeah. Oh. Even I didn't though know. Spider-Man weird. is Marvel, was so it, it's like a weird thing there. Wasn't um, Spider-Man in the Mar- Avengers movie? It's. It was a some sort of licensing, like they kind of licensed Spider-Man back to Marvel. Oh. Um, because if I'm not mistaken, Marvel was kind of going under when the fir- those first Spider-Man movies came out. So they kind of sold the rights to Spider-Man to Sony to kind of keep themselves afloat. And then mm. once their movies started doing better, uh, they wanted to get Spider-Man back. But Sony's just not willing to give it up. So they're yeah, kind of stuck in this shock. limbo. That's funny. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know that. They must be mad about that. Oh, I'm sure they're he's pissed. One their, he's one of their big heroes. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so but yeah, I agree yeah. though. Like, fuck Marvel stuff. I'm so yeah. done. So done. <laughs> yeah, I just don't care at all. And like all the cheesy Spider-Man lines and everything. Like, blech. Well, yeah. Even like no. I, it's one of the. It was Kotaku split screen. They were covering the Square Enix uh, announcements, and literally, like, they're like, we didn't see anything about the Avengers game. And I'm like, I completely forgot that Square Enix was working on an Avengers game, and I just don't give a shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Better. So yeah, I'm just. It's just I'm all, it just feels so been there, done that. Like I just. It's oh just, yeah, I don't for sure. Care. Yeah. Yeah. So. So was there was there anything else at that at that conference that uh, I mean, I feel, I feel like I'm missing Persona? something. Mm. Yeah, for for Persona. <laughs> Persona. There was like Control. 
uh, I don't know. Yeah, it looks meh. Uh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts, but mm, <laughs> oh, I don't know yeah. if we want to go down that path. Uh, uh, let's right. just say it's coming out and save our opinions. Um, <laughs> I, I don't that, have any. Of that I'm sorry, guys. but ugh. I don't know. Like I, I know we were like texting back and forth. Okay, I guess we're going down this path. I know we were texting back and forth. Like when they showed that the, is uh, private, trailer. confidential information, Kevin. And, uh, <laughs> I, well, come on, I already shared my Alexa search history with you guys. <laughs> um, That's true. That's going to be in the show notes, by the way. Look, uh, yeah. Um, it's something about the Kingdom Hearts in particular art style that really, really bothers me. Dude, so like it's the sincerity with the fucking all the stupid characters in the world yeah, mishmash together. Definitely. And it's like, like mixing Disney and bad anime aesthetic together, or it's like kind of taking the two worst things and putting them together. It really, really bothers me. Like, really? Oh, I, I, I can't even. Like, I can't like, even look at it. I think it's it. such a smart idea. Like, I'm like these guys. These guys plan this ahead. Like, they thought. Oh, this definitely. Out. This is genius. It's, like, this is. It's this is definitely a great smart. <laughs> yeah, like, it's gonna if, sell if, like hotcakes. If cakes, I was a Disney but, fan, I would be so on board with this game. Like, like I just, right. I didn't, but I didn't play it as a kid. And I'm not really a fan of Disney. I don't have. I'm not like. I don't hate Disney, but I'm not like. Eh. I'm just kind of like. Eh, yeah, sure, know? sure. No, it's like marketing genius, but like, right? It's, it's gonna it, sell like crazy, but like, but like, it like, like it's well done. Like they've done the Disney stuff justice. Like it looks sure. like accurately. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's all good and well and said. And you're right. They totally did. But like, for me personally, like, mm. <laughs> like literal shivers. Like just the bad. But what do you really think about it, Kevin? Come on, come <laughs> God. On. What are doing? It's like okay. I feel. About Final Fantasy characters, Kevin. No, no, no. Here, I feel about Kingdom Hearts. This is really, for those of you who know me, I feel about Kingdom Hearts how I feel about Harry Potter. And I think Harry Potter is my, my... I know, what is this? I thought you guys knew my Harry Potter hatred. <laughs> I'm rightfully offended. Uh, uh, I, I hate those things. I think Harry oh, we, Potter we is my most hated story or really medium ever. Okay, well, I guess we're done with Sony. Unless, John, you got anything left? No, that's all I had. I just uh, was right. pumped about Ghost of Tsushima. That was like the big thing from theirs and Neo too. Yeah, so. that game. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, those both look great. That's that's. I don't know. I, I think I think I'm gonna buy a Switch because I'm gonna be on the road for about a month, a little a little bit longer. It's a good time to finally play that Zelda and that maybe that Mario Rabbids and do it, do it, and uh, maybe you know one of us Binding, Binding of Isaac anywhere I I can go. It sounds kind of nice. I love I love the binding. Yeah, the Switch but, uh, is the best console of all time. If you ask Kevin, this Kevin, not the other Kevin. Actually, yeah. Kevin probably too. Both Kevins. But it's PlayStation could be going amazing. down to two ninety nine for a Pro, one ninety nine for a OG. Two ninety nine for a Pro. Could, I'm just speculating. It's going to happen one of these days. That's soon. like a serious hardware loss, though. They'd be losing a lot of money on buying something at that price. That thing's two years old. I mean, yeah, like, true. come on. It can't stay four hundred bucks forever. That's too much money. Yeah. Um, I think they did so, bring it down to three fifty, didn't they? Oh, maybe they did. No, I, I think, think they did. the Xbox One X dropped fifty bucks for specifically for E3. I think. Mm. Oh. And I don't know if Sony responded to that. I think they just kind of left things the same. But I could be wrong. Hmm. So, speaking of switches, Nintendo switches, Nintendo's conference today, right? Yeah. Anyone? What Nintendo had a conference? Yeah. So now we now we can talk about Super Mario Party. <laughs> oh my God, Super Mario Party! Woo! <laughs> Break Take your fucking away, controllers, people! Get ready to um, fuck those Super controllers Mario up. Super Mario Party looks so awesome. 
the ability to you're actually like utilizing the switch console itself as part of the game is like amazing uh i'm a big fan of the suit of, of all the mario party games specifically mario party 4 was my favorite on gamecube um but yeah the, it's uh it, it just looks awesome it, it, it's cool that they're bringing it over and i'm really excited and i want to see more and i want to play it really bad because i have so, a lot of my friends have switches so i like i can't wait to like pair up with people and just play the shit out of this so are they mm. going to sell the glove attachment to protect your palm God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think, How like, many people went to the emergency room? 20 years later, palms? I still have scars in the palm of my hand. Yeah, hands. I bet you my leftover skin <laughs> That's not from Mario Party. I think my oh. arthritis began from Mario Party. Like, <laughs> dude, that paddle, three versus one minigame, rotating that analog stick, oof. Good God. <laughs> Good God. Like... There were there were moments where I could not clench a fist for weeks on end because <laughs> yeah. just the blisters. The blisters. God. So uh, I'm also on board with this. I'm gonna buy it. Um, I I for some reason when I was a kid I never had the attention span to actually do the board. I always would just do the mini games with my friends. Yeah. But maybe maybe now I can finally actually sit down and do the full board with the dice and everything. Um, I go, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get it. So I'm sold too. I think the I didn't so I saw one thing they were doing they were like rotating the Joy Cons to kind of do like a like a running thing or something. I saw it without sound. <laughs> I have some sound what? issues. I have sound problems. Okay, there's, there's some sound issues. So. Clean your ears, hey. man. So how many how many mini games are there going to be where you're you know motioning the Joy Con in an up and down vertical motion? That's actually all Wait, of them. <laughs> yep, that's isn't that just Mario Party in a nutshell since they started releasing? Um, yeah, it's actually week. Super Mario Swinger Party, and you have to motion that. The, like you, have, you take two Joy-Con and you point them at your face and you shake them back and forth like towards your your mouth, and that's how you. Like, are you guys making the motion right now? Like I am. Are you doing that? Uh, so yeah, so much so Twitch. much for milking the um, cows. We're going full blown yeah, with this oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, the. Um, HD, what's it called? The, the HD, HD Rumble. Motion? HD Rumble should be really cool for this game. Yeah, for sure. I think that'll, mm. that'll make, like, it's kind of like a more expanded version of the uh, 1 2 Switch, 1 2 3 4 5 Switch. I know? was just going to ask if you yeah. played 1 2 Switch because that one mechanism that they have where you're you're trying to figure out how many of the metal like ball bearings are in Balls the little are, box yeah. like was super cool. So like to somehow implement that into this would be really sweet. It is cool, and it also had like, like you said earlier, where you're using the Switch as, uh, you know, the entire Switch device as a controller in Mario Party. They did that in One Two Switch as well, where you gotta like rock the little baby back yeah. and forth to sleep. Yep. Nintendo's gotta be one of the most creative developer hardware, right? Yeah, they're they're just they're innovators, man. They they set the bar for like everybody else, you know. I mean, we wouldn't have motion controls in VR if it wasn't for Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. gotta gotta give it to them. And VR and Nintendo would be trippy, huh? Like Mario in 3D, like that mustache, that close. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he <laughs> doesn't go running around off. with, <laughs> yeah, in, or in shirtless Japan, Mario without. In Japan, they mustache. have like a full Mario Kart VR setup where you can like actually sit in a giant car with a with a helmet on and like you're in Mario Kart, like in VR. That sounds awesome. Do you be, are you like Mario's rally, like navigator? No, I mean, I think you're Mario. <laughs> yeah, but if you were cool. if you were his navigator, that'd be cool. He he just looks at you and he's like, "What's my next turn?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got like, "We got a banana peel coming." You know, that, that, that'd be good. Uh, I I think the the crowning horror VR game though would be something centered around a shirtless Mario without a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. No eyebrows either. No eyebrows. Ugh. Yeah. 
He's just this baby monster. Yeah, yeah he's just, he just he's the baby in Death Stranding is what he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that right. orifice. What else happened? And Death Stranding trailer that is horrifying. Oh, I love how they started with that. It's Josh like, <laughs> just literally choked on his drink. <laughs> um, so the the you know the big one that that I think is going to be the Switch console seller of all the games they've announced is uh, Smash Bros. Uh, mm. Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh um, sure. Did you guys see the trailer for that? Anyone? No. That I actually did Bits not. I was, was unable something? to catch that. But I, so, I will uh, challenge you to. I think Fortnite is going to sell more Switch consoles than Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know, man. I've talked to like so many people who I'm like getting a Switch. Like you know, I will get a Switch when Smash Bros comes out. And like I, I got yeah. a ton of people who say like like Smash fan has got some serious. They got a serious following yeah. in that, in that, that It's that, like that the franchise. Gran Turismo of Nintendo. Consoles. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's like a that's a big deal. Um, and. Uh, this game has every character that's ever been in Smash Bros. ever. So yeah, Snake, Snake is coming back. Like yep. what? Like that's apparently uh, the developer uh, Masahiro Sukurai said he's like from the depths of my heart, it's a lot of work. Like he said that. Like <laughs> he said like this game. Apparently he's known for like for his workaholic nature, but this game apparently has even like just been just really really giving him a lot of work <laughs> because crazy. because of just the amount of characters in it. Um, and they also are adding. Did you see they're adding Ridley? From I did from see that. Metroid. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yep. That's really cool. So uh, it's literally every Smash character ever, right? Ever. So it's like got Cloud, Ryu, Bayonetta, uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta. Yep. Snake. Is it gonna have Pokemon trainer? Yep. Everyone. So every character that's ever been in Smash Bros. Every stage. Hmm. All right. So it's like sixty-four characters. Like that's the big. It said they said it was the biggest crossover in video gaming. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm like that sold me. I was like, well, okay, I'm gonna get this for sure. Yeah, I that'll that'll be don't. pretty epic. That's Nintendo's. Not only are they good at bringing the family together, but they're also really good at breaking it apart into pieces. Yeah, <laughs> because if there's any if there's any game that my friends have have you know been more uh, enraged with, it's definitely Smash Brothers. Mm. Yeah, we've uh, Kevin and I've had that before. We've 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 had that with yeah other group <laughs> friends of ours. Uh, that, couldn't really hang out with us when we would play Smash Bros. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lots of swearing and controller throwing, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. There's another game, I think, coming out on the Switch that is also, you know, the Friend Destroyer, uh, Overcooked 2, is going to oh, be yeah, out that's that a sucker. Good one. <laughs> and, who man, that, that quite possibly one of the most stressful video games I've ever played. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Coordination. It's I just heard you guys when we did that land. You guys were playing it. You guys were like screaming at each other, and then like, me and Josh were in the back playing Hitman. <laughs> you guys are watch the dishes. Watch the dishes. Put out yeah, the you guys are just like, like stuffing and, people like, in closets, and chilling and out, like, freaking out, cooking over these like cute little GBA cartoon cooks. Dude, that one with the like with the with the only move like a like it's like one little like block you can move back and forth is so infuriating. Oh my god, dude! I fuck that game. <laughs> It gives me anxiety just thinking about that game. Yeah, that, that game is stressful. It really is. Jeez, oh, if there's one game that's going to give me, like, PTSD, it's overcooked. Good God. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. What else, what they, else are they um, They also announced a new Fire Emblem. Yep. Which is mm-hmm. exciting mm-hmm. if you're into the Fire so, Emblem games. Is that on Switch? Yeah. I believe, yeah. And it, it's, uh, it comes out. When does it come out? Next year? Like spring next year, I, I think, think? I think it was next year, yeah. Um, so the Treehouse goes on for four days, right? So they're going to have four days of announcements. Is that correct? Or I didn't quite get that. I, th- 
his, maybe or three days. Maybe. Maybe. I'll see if I can look that up. I'm not 100 percent uh, sure. Really? Do they have so, more to announce? Yeah, and they're gonna announce more tomorrow. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm mistaken. Okay. Don't hold me on that. Yeah, I would hope so, because there are a couple of glaring things that were missing from the Nintendo uh, presentation. Like, like, like Metroid. everything you predicted? Uh, <laughs> like all of your predictions from last week? Not all of them, no. Like I don't think, I don't think we're going to see, we're not going to see our Armored Core Souls on the Switch uh, anytime soon. <laughs> um, but no Metroid, uh, no core Pokemon game? Yeah, hmm. there's no way they're, they're going to, but they just the announced Pokemon a Pokemon game. game. After Smash, because that's going to be like their next quarter big. Sale. Yeah, I think probably they're, they'll point. probably not show that off until they actually release uh, Pikachu Go and Eevee Go or whatever they're called. Right, right. right. Yeah. They don't want to compete. Yeah, definitely. That's very, um, very true. Let's see hmm. what it did. I uh, said um, Switch GameCube adapter, so the GameCube controller to work on the Switch. Pretty oh, cool. Yeah. They did that with the Wii U as well, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. It's for all those Smash, so, uh, Smash Brothers fans. All the yep. Smash. Yep, yep. That's the yep. only way to play Smash, if you ask me. With the Wii U controller? I with the Wii U controller, like, yes. I have The worst adapter. controller in the history of the world. Um, I feel like that controller is good for assaulting people, and that's about it. <laughs> well, I Wait, can the, think of a couple of other things that it might be good for. What, what about the Spankings, Duke? yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the Duke. Uh, that's that's, that's a, good for seven-foot-tall people. Man. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, I I think we we fucking made it through. It only took us two hours. <laughs> yeah. For Good sure. God. So what's the game though? If you guys could have one of the games now. Yeah. 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 So yeah, right a genie can, can deliver the game to you right now. What do you get, John? What do you What do you get? I, I, I'm game? not. I feel. I really want to play Anthem really bad. Whoa. We yeah. can play that alone. I know. I really. I want to play Anthem. <laughs> it's just. I'll play I, it with you. I don't know what it is. I think it's. Uh, it's just because I'm so. I've been so disappointed with Destiny Two, and I just. I want some of that kind of feel again. But I. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I just feel like that's. That's the one that I keep kind of finding myself calling back to most of the time in my conversations with my gaming crew. Is like, I'm. I'm defending Anthem to them because they keep making these Destiny comparisons, and I'm just like, you guys need to let go of Destiny and just kind of find something new <laughs> like so i'm i'm right i'm feeling anthem that's what i want to play like really bad all right okay. johnson all right so for me it's something let's see if i had to pick one i think i'd pick the one game on this list here that i want to play before i retire um and that's probably going to be cyberpunk 2077 mm. yeah because i think that uh that 2077 is probably the release date right so <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> at least 2027 earliest uh all right kevin what are you what are you picking uh mine is i mean mine's unquestionably second yeah of course like who's shocked no one's surprised um yeah. that's the game i've been waiting to hear about for two years now so i finally get to hear about it and see video of it so uh mm-hmm. i'm yeah i i i'm already you know i'm already obsessing over it so yes Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I would probably end up going with that, but I, I don't know. I want to. I want to be. I want to be different, man. <laughs> Doom I, Eternal. I want, I want. I want Kojima. Yeah. I, I want to. Or Death Stranding. Yeah. 
I want Death Stranding. I want to. I want actually that would be the game because that way I would know what the fuck the game is. <laughs> right. right? Mm, yeah. True. True. Good point. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, oh, that's duh. Of course, it's just it's it's a take on Monopoly with weird shadow people. Um, <laughs> it all makes sense now. You know, obviously, why did we see that? It was in the trailers. They biggest, had the Monopoly guy the with the monocle and everything. For me is there was no and Demon Souls fetuses. Yeah, two hundred fetuses. <laughs> No Demon's Souls babies. Remaster? No Demon's Souls Remaster. Oh, okay. What? So let's, let's talk about that real quick. Because, okay. <laughs> I think we should definitely talk about We're watching this. the fucking <laughs> conference, and, and like they show from software during after Sony's press conference, <laughs> and I just text these guys, fuck you from, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just like, so um, they're like, I thought it was Bloodborne 2, uh, which would have been uh, awesome, but yeah, whatever. I love Anyways, how it was then, brought up. They're like, oh, we've got one more yeah, game one more to game. announce. I know. It's yeah, by a little uh, company called From yeah. Software. <laughs> like, you may yes. have heard of them. They're known by the Dark Souls series. <laughs> and then VR it game. winds up being this video. Yeah. I was laughing so fucking hard. Like, I, I, dude, I was crying. Like, I had to, like, lay down and just yeah. roll into a ball of laughter just because the way it was set up. And I knew all three of us were just so. Like eagerly anticipating like a Demon Souls remaster or something. <laughs> yeah, no, we were really VR hoping for a Demon Souls remaster. Like, I think the only thing that could have made it more hilarious or worse, depending on how you look on it, at it, is if it was going to be a mobile game. <laughs> but, yeah, that would have been stupid. But mobile I do Souls. like I I like, what what is it for one thing? I don't even know. And I I do kind of want to get PSVR if it's cheap. If it's a hundred dollars, try this game too. I, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, I don't think you will be disappointed. Especially, yeah. like, definitely get Skyrim VR. Like, definitely get it. Because it. Mm. if you're familiar with Skyrim already, which you probably are, yes. playing it to scale, like, just the first moment you walk mm. up the stairs to High Hrothgar and, like, actually look up at, like, the arches, it will blow your mind. I'm not joking. Mm. Mm. So, I'd love to that's see awesome. It. To Highly that. recommended. Do you need to do you need to have the wiggle controls the yes uh, uh, you can you can play with the controller um, but it's it's definitely oh, more sweet. fun with the move controllers to do the archery and stuff like that. Okay. So, and do you need the camera for that too, the PS camera? You do need the camera for it, yeah. But you can yeah. usually I think you can okay. get those for pretty cheap. I think they're if you can buy them used for like under 30 bucks, I think. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I think I'll make make that investment, man. You're kind of selling me on this yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my eyes out for that. Just, just. To- right, guys, it's worth. I want to live stream you. <laughs> just, just, just a live stream of the video of them playing, not the actual game footage, but just, just, just us them moving with, around the room with the wheel yeah, right. awkward. Okay. Let's do it with like no sound. So, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> and no context either. The like the viewer yeah, can't no, know what game we're just, playing. It's right. just us in VR helmets. Stream. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anything? Last, last, final wrap-ups. Everybody, like, final thoughts on the show. John, what, what do you got? Give me your. Uh, I think Microsoft and Ubisoft had the best shows of anybody, and I'm really February of 2019 is going to be the poorest month of my life. I think. Mm. <laughs> Johnson. Uh, let's see. I think uh, you're right. Uh, Microsoft. I think they kind of stole the show. Um, Gears Funko Pop is going to be my uh, game of the year. Um, Dude, you're going to buy them all. You know it. You got all the me. It's going to sit next to your Amiibos. You know you're going to buy them all. Um, no, I'm going to buy the uh, Toys to Life uh, Ubisoft. Uh, what is that game? The ship game with Star Fox in it. That's a Toys to Life game, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I will buy those. I thought that, by the um, way, I thought that game mm. was, um, was No Man's Sky 2 Shoelanders Edition. I mean, Skylanders Edition. 
That's what it looked like, <laughs> right? No Man's Sky <laughs> 2. Well I, I was like, it's No Man's Sky 2. This is No Man's Sky 2. This is totally No Man's Sky 2. And then it wasn't. Yeah. Sequel um, to the game that Starlink, never is that the one? It's called Starlink? Starlink. Starlink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but definitely think of, uh, let's see, Ghost of uh, Tsushima is definitely my pick. Um, yeah, Kingdom mm. Hearts 3, can't wait. Yeah, no, we'll be we'll be hearing lots about that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Kevin? Um, I think this this E3 blew e, last year's E3 out of the water, like, no question, right? Like, this yeah. is way better than last year's E3. Yeah. Uh, I would say it was one of the better ones I've seen. My favorites were definitely Microsoft and uh, Bethesda. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm glad that I, all these questions I had answered about the games for this year are somewhat answered. At least, I mean, the, the announcements are. So, yeah, I liked it. Cool. Uh, yeah, it was great E3. I... I, I I don't know. It's I, I'm still looking at my backlog from 2015, wondering how I'm going to get through that shit. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get so it's it looks like next year is going to be another hard hitting year. This year is a little yeah. bit of a of a little bit of a less insane year from the last few years, but I don't know. It's not going to stop. Basically, is what we're learning here. So more and yeah. more games. I mean, oh, honestly, yeah. dude, one thing that I've started doing is I'll go uh, new game backlog game new game backlog game and uh, i'm i'm cranking through my backlog pretty quickly actually Dude, so you're pretty good at that i go PUBG, 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 PUBG. that's okay i'm just rainbow six rainbow six rainbow six uh, rainbow yeah. six so uh all right well i think that's i think that's gonna wrap it up i think this if anybody's still listening to this podcast they are amazing John, where can we find your podcast? You can find the Midwest Game Nerds podcast at MidwestGameNerds.com, as well as on any of your favorite podcatchers, such as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Radio, TuneIn Radio, any of those uh, podcatcher aggregates where you can get them, Podbean, all that good stuff. Uh, Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Midwest Game Nerds and on Twitter at MGN Podcast. And if you're so inclined and you feel like doing, you know, feel like helping us out a little bit, the Midwest Podcast Network does have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. Uh, you can donate as little as a dollar. If you donate at like five bucks, we have a whole separate Discord channel where you can check us out and talk to all of the hosts of all of the shows on the Midwest Podcast Network. Uh, currently, we're doing a show called Westworld FM where we talk about every episode of Westworld that's been coming out. Uh, we have another one for Preacher called Gone to Texas. And we got some guys doing a horror movie one called Horror Movie Yearbook. Uh, shout out to all my homies on the Midwest Podcast Network. We love you and I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to give the shout out. And thank you again for having me on Jump Crouch. I seriously am a big fan of you guys and I'm so pumped that we got to do this. And I can't wait to have one of you on my show. <laughs> Yeah, no. My God, Thank that, you for that was ahead. like the most impressive, well rehearsed and well said like <laughs> yeah. plug yeah, I think I've ever heard. Kudos. Is that written down? Kudos. Like it's actually not. I, I I wing the whole thing to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, you know, you, you do it. You Christ. say a lot of this stuff enough. You kind of just like get in the. It's just like turning a switch and you just do it. It just spews out of yeah. you. Right. So. But yeah, thank you again. I really appreciate what, you know the opportunity with you guys, and and I can't. I honestly cannot wait to have one of you on the show. If not all three of you, it would be amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, hey, thanks for coming by. Uh sh- yeah, shout out. Check out that show. Check out their Patreon. Dude, check out the fucking Westworld podcast because Westworld that last episode, no spoilers, was I thought. Amazing. Oh, it was um, it was one of the best of the of the season for sure. That was that was some incredible shit. Uh Madden, we love you, man. Hanging out there in Australia, writing killer music for for our podcast. You are pretty much our favorite person, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Yes. No question. I'm not even oh, normally on the yeah, podcast, even, and I love him. Even John. <laughs> yeah, see? We all love you, man. Thank you again for composing music for us. We really appreciate that. Uh, if you want to write us a message, send it to... Where do we send it to, Kevin? I don't know. Where's, where's our mail go? Mailcatcher.com. Uh, wait, which, which Kevin are you that? talking about? <laughs> uh, you're both named Kevin. Either one of you can figure it out. Come on. You do no, it, Mail Kevin. at jumpcrouch.com. Check us out, The Jump Crouch, on Instagram, Twitter. We have a Twitch channel that we never use, but one day, I swear to God, we'll use it. We used uh, it once. And yeah, we used it once. Yeah, that's, that's true. We, we killed some people in PUBG. Uh, I got a YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash no show. Check it out. We'll be back soon with a real podcast where we talk about the games we've been playing, the bullshit we've been doing, and where you can find the best fucking tacos, right? Because that's that's pretty much just like a taco I hear show. I hear the uh, taco truck industrial complex is uh, where you <laughs> Dude, gotta that go. Shit. It's, there's a lot of wars, you know? Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's that's it for this this incredibly long. This might be our longest podcast. Like, Two hours. This yeah. Is, this is I am like wrenched. Uh, all right, John. Thanks again. Thank you. All right. Peace out, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Woo.